Hey, folks, sorry about last week. There was no last week. Sorry. <laughs> Double sorry. But you knew that that was a possibility if you're a regular listener. We said mm-hmm. on episode 75, I'm going out of town. There may be no show, and there was no show. Mm-hmm. I get back to late Monday. It is what it is. Sorry to those of you that missed it. We heard from all of you. You don't have to complain to us every time there's a no show. Just go back, and, go back and listen to, you know, uh, the episode where the <laughs> left man chooses flight or something. Dills take oh, flight. Oh, Dills take flight. Just, I, someone asked me. I felt bad, too. It was Midge. I missed this text. It's one of those days where I got, like, 38 texts, and if you don't respond to them, if you see them all at once, you get a text lost. Not, and I'm saying this. You know it's true because I, I know she's not listening. It's not like I'm trying to save myself. Yeah. But I haven't responded yet, so I probably should. But she asked, like, she said she had a long ride back to New Orleans. And people in the car said, what's the best episode to listen to? And I didn't see it till days later. Mm-hmm. And, but I started me thinking, you know, what what would be the one? Dills Take Flight. Dills Take Flight is, is up there. This I, bitch. I, this bitch is up there. Yeah. I mean, those are straight hitters. But I don't ever think about them. I'm always like, I don't even know Kills where it's Kills Bear. Yeah, but then I have to go back. I don't know. You know I just don't know. It's very whichever interesting. Whichever the one where the Civil War guys <clears throat> jerk off in the bush before We haven't die. discussed that enough. <laughs> <laughs> and we've uh, we've discussed it a lot, the but we haven't discussed that enough. Yellowbeard's docking adventure. The title alone, people should go there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, really. I mean, there's some good ones. I mean, and, and some some of, the, some of the some of the Mick Schmear ones. I mean, they'd have yeah. no context even, and still funny. The first twenty, for the most part, are all pretty strong. I think. Well, there's there's some definite turds. That was in the early stages where we were doing. We were finding that it was always the odd number show that was impressive. The best shows in the early days were the ones where we would say something and immediately go like, oh, fuck, can we say this? Because yeah. now it's just like, yeah, whatever, I murdered yeah. somebody. But back then, <laughs> back then it was like, ooh, can we say this? I don't know, maybe we should cut that out. I don't want my parents to know I jerk off to Riley. Hey, if, if you think about it, we knew they were listening then, you know? Yeah. And well, I, they've, they've come back. Uh, if they have. Uh, the, the, they have to have seen the yeah, difference. I distinctly There's... remember a phone call. Like, Listen, we can't post that. I just listed in detail the kind of porn I jerk off to. And then you <laughs> flash forward to episode 60. It's like, oh, yeah, when Riley Reed spreads her ass shit, <laughs> holy shit. When I get a look at that rusty balloon knot, man, I tell you what. Now, I mean, I, I don't know. It's like someone asked me, I get a, a weird work-related message the other day. It's like, you have a podcast? Which means she heard this from somebody. And I was like, I do and I don't. I do and I don't. <laughs> You know, because yeah. it's like I don't want to lose. I don't. I don't want to turn people away. But I, from a work life balance, I need to keep yeah. some things compartmentalized. I don't. I don't because at the place that I work in particular, it's a very uh, you know, it's a, they're woke, bro. Mm-hmm. You oh know? yeah, and we, and, and, and we do a lot of humor, and that's what it is. It's humor. Yeah. But like today, when we're talking about Yolo, bro, we're keeping a bitch on deck. That would not fly. <laughs> Like, well, they wouldn't see that as, when we joke about the, the Michael Jackson and priests. Yeah. And that's another thing I want to talk about. Well, I, we didn't touch on the episode. Banks, if you're doing things for college, don't use the word diddles. Did you, did you get that <laughs> yeah, text message? That, yeah. that seemed like it was a collegiate thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was some kind of academic report. Yeah. And he used the word diddles. <laughs> so in, for those, not just BPH, yeah. but for anyone out there... If you're going to write a report. If you're, if you're doing something in a professional academic setting. Diddle is not Diddle works for Urban Dictionary. It works in the world of Frank Reynolds. Yeah. Don't diddle kids. It's something you can say. <laughs> Writing that you Met should not diddle. They're dressing room over here, and I am going <laughs> all the way over there. But, 
writing on, a, on, a, on an academic response that people are diddling kids, mm-hmm. it's it's not ideal. It's less than ideal. Yeah, no, I mean, to your point with this show, especially if you have a woke don't, audience. Yeah, don't like, quote, that's, that's, I don't mean to interrupt you, but that's what I said to, to Leah. I said, it's never a good idea to quote TPTO <laughs> in that context. Yeah. You don't, like, hey, a work email got sent out today. It's Taco Tuesday. You mean Taco Chore Tuesday. And just send that out to your office. You're fired. Well, what does that mean? Oh, I listen to this podcast. What does it mean? Oh, it's a, like eating pussy. <laughs> you know the word blowjob, but there's not a word blowjob. So they came up with this thing like taco chore, taco being vagina, chore being the eating of the vagina. Yeah, like fellatio, like oral. I don't do it, but I've heard that's what it, what it goes. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> like, don't use TPTO material. Yeah. To roll into your everyday life. And don't listen to TBTO if you are a woke person and you're hypersensitive and you can't see the humor in I, all things. I know. I really want everyone to li- I get, I yeah. w- listen. Listen, the best emails we could ever get are, and that's and, and when we know mm-hmm. that, that we're actually made it on, I don't know what that'll mean, making it yeah. on this podcast, but it's when we get not just the emails we get now of thanks and gratitude. Mm. Those are great. Oh, and ideas. Yeah. I want hate mail. Because yeah, hate mail will get shared with everyone oh. here. Oh, yeah. And hate mail... We'll give out we'll, names. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, they're not, if, they, if they are stupid enough to give us theirs, we're yeah. happy enough to share it with you. But I would love to get to a point where someone hears one of our jokes, does not go around, does not look at any context, does not listen to the five minutes before the joke and the five mm-hmm. minutes after the joke, yeah. only isolates the joke, blows it up, tries to put it out there in the ether yeah. like it already is, mm-hmm. put it out there without any context, and then sends us hate mail. That is oh, yeah. what I want. If, if one of you Kansas listeners that we do reach out to in, in the episode you're about to hear, even if you like the show, it would actually be a really clever time to send a fake hate mail. Yeah. Just yeah, to send us hate mail. Tell us what you don't like. I had the thought like a week or two ago. I loved the idea of ever being famous enough for someone to like insist that we like apologize for something we said on Twitter just for the <laughs> opportunity to say no. <laughs> no. Like, no, it's a it's funny. It's yeah. like because like Sarah Silverman's in a bunch of trouble right now for doing something. Black well, she did blackface. To, and it's like you don't do blackface. You don't. But it was a like ten years ago, and b like can you think of a more woke celebrity person than Sarah Silverman? Like I made the I made a comment to somebody recently. Like the left doesn't need the right to be an enemy anymore because they're just going to eat each, eat each other. Yeah. Like you, she's an ally to that whole group, and. And you're gonna fucking you're gonna shoot one of your own. It makes yeah. no sense. And I do that all the time. I tell you're gonna need. I tell the people that I work and and know and, and associate with closely. Like you got y'all are playing a weird game because you're alienating allies, you, man. You're shooting your own army. Yeah, you're shooting your own men here. You're in a war <laughs> with like crazy right wingers that do want to combat you. Yeah, and you're not even shooting them because you're too busy murdering people around you. And it's like if you used a foxhole analogy, it's like you got these soldiers in a foxhole, and they're taking shots from the others from the enemy, mm-hmm. and and they both stand up, and one just pops up and shoots like boom, 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 real fast. And the other one just says like, "Dude, did you even look and see who you're trying to fire at? You don't know what's over there." <laughs> Like, what are you doing? Don't fire it. We don't know who's over there. You have to isolate, find out. I was like, no. We're fucking in a foxhole, man. I'm not going to take you out. I love the idea of the woke foxhole. <laughs> and, one of, and, and, one of, and one of the guys in the foxhole is like, wow, these guys must be like like Jews or something. They're incredibly precise with their aim. Like, how dare you, bro? <laughs> and then Why would the Jews I don't know. be good who's at a, aiming? Who's a precise... Who's a, <laughs> 
Well, name a race or religion that's precise. I don't know. I just threw something out there. But I Those are some expensive bullets. Must be some Jews on the other end of that. Well, no, if you want to make the real joke, they would not be expensive bullets. <laughs> this, is, this is why woke people can't listen. I hung that one up to you. That was volleyball. I fucked that. That's exactly what I was trying to say. And I lobbed it up. You're like, yeah. well, if you want the real joke. But this is my point. Yeah. You, if you listen, think about it. If you tie this in like our earlier episode where I'm over here advocating for the products I don't use because they experimented on the Jewish people yeah. and others and, and and homosexuals with these products during the Holocaust. If you don't know that, mm. it'd be tough for you to isolate that little sound bit you just got. Yeah. Yeah, boy, I mean, if you're hypersensitive and woke, it's this probably not your show, but I'm definitely not going to stop doing it. And I love the idea of like it being demanded we apologize on some national platform and, and be like, no, it's funny. <laughs> like, don't listen. It's too fucking bad. And you know what? I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote just like you in November. That's the real irony here. You want to take me down because I'm going to destroy, you know, to smash the patriarchy. But come November, whatever, you and I are voting for the same candidate. Mm. Like, in that foxhole scenario, the other, like, that's fucking lame, bro. And he'd shoot his fucking foxhole buddy. He's like, guess what? Now you have less health in the real war. <laughs> Just blow it away. There you made an offensive joke. I think you might be racist. And then before you know it, you're alone. And you have an entire real enemy combatant to go up against and no help because yeah. you fucking shot all your buddies. Well, that's enough for that little rant. Enjoy this episode before we get too deep. But you see the problem and yeah. the solution here. Yeah. But enjoy the episode. We're back. We're sorry. WFUCK! Holla! <laughs> Today on TPTO. What did Scotch make me do? <laughs> Brought to you by Chris. Scotch! <laughs> I'm going to go toothpaste. <laughs> Is this on? Yeah, we're on. Oh, shit. Sorry that we missed you. It is funny because uh, I really did not know it was on. So some people might think, "Look, listen to these assholes just laughing at their jokes." Yeah. I had no we, idea. That's what we do. Yeah. Sorry we missed you last week. Yeah, it that's like the biggest sorry. But you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I was like, "Fuck it," you know. There's, there's, there's like ten of them. They can give us a week. We do this. We've got scheduling stuff. But yeah. anyways, in the back to the segment idea, you had. What did Scotch? What did Scotch make me do? Well, yeah. So I was, you know, I'm not drinking. Today right. is day fifty-five. Have you lost any weight? A bit, but I mean, I make it. Like I noticed, you know, those uh, there's a commercial you see, Black Forest gummy bears. I saw Black that Forest gummies, so juicy, yeah. I saw that a lot. I, funnily enough, only in New Hampshire. I thought maybe it was. Like a, I don't know. I, I thought maybe it was like a regional commercial because I've never even heard of Black Forest. I had not Gums. either, but I saw them on the commercial. It looks stupid, and the lady says, "It's so juicy, y'all." Mm-hmm. So Leah is always on Amazon. So I said, "Hey, when you go to order me my new my yearly Elvis shades, because I always replace. I retire last mm-hmm. season's pair, mm-hmm. you, and not because it was like out of some sense of nostalgia. It's because those five dollar shades." Yeah. That's it. You get you get a year. You need to get, like, the real ones. I know. I've told her that, but she won't allow it. But anyways, I said, when you go get the glasses, get me um, a couple bags of these Black Forest gummies, because I just had, it sounded good. Mm-hmm. It was advertisement, marketing work to perfection. I mean, I was just like, I've never had it, but it sounds yeah. good. Yeah, I'll big, try that. Big Bavarian lady and, like, a yeah. like almost like an Aztec. And they sell, you, they sell you all, yeah, organic, you know, real fruit. I don't know how much that's actually true. 
But uh, real she, gelatin. She got me these things, and they're fucking delicious. So that's what I've noticed. Like, it's when you stop drinking. A lot of it's the sugar that you're missing. Oh yeah, this goes right back to Sopranos. You turn it into Mal- Chris uh, Maltesano. But I don't talk like this. You yeah, you asked the question about the weight loss. I don't. Yeah. I, Chris was like telling people actively. Right, but the point being, like, I've always because of that show, I've always known that if you get on the wagon or we don't know if it's on or off. Do we know yet? <laughs> if whatever you're doing around the wagon, if you aren't drinking anymore, mm. the substance like you almost are start craving sugar. Yeah, I mean, and it's so, I mean, it's not wrong. And that's what I'm saying is that I wanted these Black Forest gummies for that very reason. So I'm just replacing a lot of the sugar with just the worst types of sugar. Mm. So I'm not really losing any weight. Right. But I was, you know, you were talking about, we'll get back to what does scotch make you do. And I was thinking it was just funny because, you know, I was sober yesterday. And uh, then this morning I wake up and, you know, everybody's dog posting. And, you know, I didn't do a video because I guess what I'm finding out is that those were product of a drunken person. <laughs> we here. We here. Loyalty got loyalty inside my DNA. Yeah, that's what you get. You get pasty, fat, long-haired... F- we here. <laughs> that's not the worst of the... I'll be honest. If that's the one you remember, I'm fine with that. Because that was a national title game and all bets were off on yeah. that one. I was, I was not... I don't... You can judge that one on any... Any two ways a Sunday. Because that's going to happen again. Yeah. If we make it to a tablet game again, and I happen to go there, or even just be at my house. You're going to break the sobriety streak? Right. The, that that, that would be a day I would certainly. You wouldn't break it for, like, third ga- three games away? Like, you know, we beat. Look, I, look, I have to stop you. I, everyone keeps asking because mm-hmm. they see me. They're like, hey, have a drink. I'm like, yeah. Because that's the weird thing. They're yeah. like. They, hey. Well, Matt and Pertz already canceled his flight to Atlanta. He's like, if oh, yeah. I can't drink I with can't the drink last man, yeah. why am I coming over there? Well, they're like, come have a drink. And I'm like, I'm good, man. And they're like, oh, come on. I was like, no, it's good. Seriously. Because I don't want to be that guy that's like, no, well, to, you know, <laughs> 55 days, bro. Hey, bro, see the bracelet? See the bracelet? <laughs> Choose life, bro. Get your life in order, bro. Drinking can't <laughs> fill that hole, bro. But I'm not that. I just, because I'm not, here's the point. I'm not doing it. I never sort your life out, mate. I didn't start this because, you know, someone said, you're a piece of shit. I just started, it was like, I want to see. And then it got to like a certain period where we're like, damn, mm-hmm. I've gone, well, let's see. It's, I feel like Forrest Gump. Yeah. The running, this is, that, that I found it. Yeah. That's wonderful. It's it's Sunday morning at 830 and I just fear, I, just I am running. Forrest Gump mm-hmm. running yeah. right now. I don't have any reason to do it. Right. I feel good. Yeah. It feels good to run. It feels good not to drink. Then you get to a certain period. Are you running or is that just... I do. I've been working out more. I've been working out more, but I'm not on any kind of schedule. If I was, I'd really lose some weight. But that's that's where I'm at right now is that I've gotten... It's like I started it and Mm -hmm. now I'm like at the Pacific side. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I already came this far. I might as well turn back around and keep going. So all that being said... You do th- you think back to that person that that was what did whiskey do? <laughs> we here. We here. So <clears throat> I, I wake up this morning. And I'm I'm taking a hot beautiful shit, and I'm looking on Facebook, and there's this guy. It's not my kind of guy. <laughs> I never liked this dude. We went to school together. He was one of those guys that he was in your in your grade and at the same school with you. In every memory you have, from tw- from kindergarten to right. graduation, it's funny you have those people, but then you also will like 
you'll you'll go through whatever like Facebook and you'll see somebody from your class mm. graduated same year as you went to the high school all four years with you and you never saw them once. <laughs> yeah, you don't have a single idea. Like you I remember have... <laughs> somebody somebody like introduced themselves or said hey at a party and I was like, What's going on, man? I haven't seen you since we played baseball in like literally. He's like, What are you talking about? <laughs> And I said, I haven't seen you since we were like 10 years old. He said, dude, I went to Roswell. <laughs> I said, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And he said, yes, I did. Like, freshman year, I graduated with you. I was like, <coughs> I'm sorry, man. I have no <laughs> recollection of ever seeing you one day for all four <laughs> school years. And, and who knows? You could, and at that point, you're in danger zone because what if, not that this was you, yeah. but what if you had, like, smacked the kid in the bit in the face one time, shoved his head in the toilet, you have no memory. Yeah. Now you're talking to him like he's someone you know, and this guy's is this guy fucking kidding me right now? He's on the list. I have a list. Yeah. No, it, that really happened to me. It was a dude I played baseball I believe with. You. And, but, and I was like, I, I don't think I saw you once so all, in yeah. the building. So there's, we all have those people. Yeah. But uh, I hadn't seen this guy, a picture of him, in a very long time. And I was like, holy shit. And then it just hit me, this story that it was so beautiful. Mm -hmm. And I have never, and I I, I will say no names, because, I mean, fuck it. Well, I do it. But I didn't like this guy. Let's create a fake, make a fake name. I need need a fake name for this guy. Gerald. Gerald. I like it. That's fine. (laughs) He doesn't look like a Gerald, but it fits him. Well, show me a picture. I'll have a better name. That's a good point. We Tommy. can do that. <laughs> I'm already getting a Tommy vibe from this guy. Um, Distraction Jackson. Sorry. Yeah. Gerald. <laughs> I'm trying to find the picture. It's like, if I, if I try to find the picture, it's going to take me a long time. So we won't even worry about well, it. You can look for it because I can, I, can, I, can, I can talk for a second in relation to what you're talking about with the whiskey. Well, anywho. No, we'll just get to it. So okay. never liked this guy. Last time I had seen him, he had gone on this date. With this girl that was, when we were kids in high school was like the girl. If they were making a movie about our high school, she would have been like the lead. That walk, every time she walks in the room, hair mm-hmm. hair blue in the wind. And Is bullshit. she a train wreck now? Oh no, but she doesn't look. She's not. She's not her sixteen year old self. But she's not a train wreck. Hold on to okay. that thought. I know exact. I well, I don't know exactly where you're going. <laughs> I get an idea. I know where you're going. Yeah. So, <clears throat> kids that peak too early in high school. <laughs> Well, he, this was post-high school, years and years, and he got a date with her, and they dated for, like, a, I don't know, a very short period of time, mm. and then it ended, and it was pretty clear that she ended it, mm. but it, I was having a beer at a wedding with this guy, just stuck next to him, he's like, yeah, fucking bro, she's such a bitch, and, like, trying to make it out, like, yeah, here, I, did you hear, I went out with this girl that was fucking super popular and hot, like, when eight we were, years when ago. When we were 16. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just gotta play the field, you know what I mean? Like, I tapped it, you know. I made her rim me. And I was like, all right, hit the road, bitch. He's the, he's the little brother to the this bitch guy. He says more, but he but everyone hates him more. <laughs> little, this bitch's little brother is actually the worst. You can handle this bitch. Yeah. This bitch guy is like, hey, this bitch guy's here. Like, I, wonder, I wonder who he's going to His brother. And then his brother steps around the corner like, I'm a fucking asshole. 
At least you know what you're getting with this guy. This piece of shit's gonna like tell me that he made like the hottest girl in high school eat his ass and he dumped her. And I didn't even like her, and I'm gonna feel bad for her. It's not true. That's the other part. Half the stories are bullshit. You just have to decide. So I'm listening to this, and I'm like, fuck this guy. And it, it was always like that. He was always he was always a douche, always a conceited. Everyone has this a person like this, but just a person you generally cannot stand, yeah. and not because they haven't given you any reason to. This is the only reason you can't stand them. Anyways, years and years and years and years later, this is post the meeting at the wedding, years after that. Mm-hmm. Someone tells me about a little story, and I hear this name, and I remember when in school he had a really douchey first name. I'm not, again, you can't say it without throwing it, and people could figure it out. Cameron. It was like that. It was old world, like, handed down, yeah. like Barrett, yeah. or Browning, or Barrington. What did you say, uh... <laughs> It was it was like that name. It was none of those names, believe what, it or not. I know, but what, what's the name that you said that Bono should have named? Like uh, uh, Dansby. Dansby. <laughs> Dansby. I yeah. like Dansby Cameron. Because I, I knew a Cameron high school. I, he was a I piece know. Of shit. I, I know good Camerons though, so that one's tough for me. But um, a little news story comes. Apparently, long story short, this idiot is riding in a boat somewhere near Charleston with some drunken friends of his. Everybody's apparently drinking a lot. And they ride past a wedding, not like, you know, people out drinking and the wedding's over, it's the cocktail reception, the service that's taking place on a dock. And they're only a few feet off, you know, know, coming down this river. Mm. My old douchebag friend here, Cameron, I don't like Cameron. Again, uh, Cameron. Tommy. Tommy? How the hell are you? There's Tommies in North Philadelphia. Gerald. Barrington is riding in the boat with Gerald. Gerald is just, Gerald. <laughs> Gerald is in the boat with his friends and just rides by this wedding. So as you gotta have the mental picture, you got the the bride there, and the and the and the husband. They're going it, according to the newspaper articles, mm. not not one mm. articles. The vows had just been exchanged. They were moving in for the kiss, and the photographers are coming in for that picture. Mm-hmm. The that picture that you have to have mm-hmm. from your wedding. Yeah, <clears throat> and there's my. Good buddy in the background of the boat has whipped his dick out and just standing there, like sling, like flashing his dick. They come back around and he does it again, even though all his friends are trying to pull him. Like they're like telling him, the people in the wedding party said they heard the people in the boat say, "Don't fucking do that," and like tell him to get back in the boat. And he ran back out again to flash his dick. So this man was in all of these local papers. They so said there's. There's his name. Yeah. There's his picture. Here's what he did. And and the thing is, it's now been nine years, mm-hmm. and he can't ever get it. I mean, you put in his name into Google, mm-hmm. and it is like, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> you did this, and here's 19 articles from local papers, too. Yeah. And the thing about local papers, they harbor a grudge because you can't. It's like the, it's like the Old West. <laughs> Don't come into our town. Yeah. You know? You're going to come into our town and show your dick at the sheriff's daughter's fit at your funeral? Excuse me. Wedding? <laughs> All right, so that's 18 pack of Coors and a can of Skull. I'm going to need to see some ID. <laughs> Gerald, get the fuck out of my store. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> Bro, you got to put it Get the fuck out of my store, Gerald. Your ass ain't welcome in my town. Or the next three towns over. <laughs> I got cousins all the way up to Spartanburg, so don't go getting fucking froggy. You shouldn't have dumped Timmy when you did. <laughs> so far, playing the field ain't working out for you. It looks like you're just rubbing your dick in the dirt. <laughs> yeah, but that's him. And it's just one of those things when I read that article, it was just, 
I'm not going to say, you know, I'm not going to say it's like proof of the existence of God, mm. but it's just one of those things where you're like, yes, <laughs> you know, yes. Like yeah. so often things do not go my, our, who, you know, our, you know, our ways right. collectively or right. individually. And those people that you, they are not, they're just not good people. They usually right. win. So when you see them just not even, I mean, I've done some embarrassing shit. That's what started this conversation. Right. What, what did Scotch, Scotch make, make you, you do? do? But to, to, to flash a wedding, like as they're doing vows and going in for kisses, and then to do it a, a second time. Yeah. And then they do it in a police interview, and the man says, he did it on purpose. It's so wonderful when you read this article. <laughs> yeah, I did it because I saw an opportunity at a wedding. Now that I'm hearing it, he does sound like you're... <laughs> The character you've created. I saw a wedding, bro. I mean, how many chances? YOLO, bro. How many chances, bro? YOLO, man. <laughs> hey, didn't you dump? Didn't you dump Tammy like three years ago? Yeah, bro. <laughs> I got her comfortable enough with me on a stage of our relationship where she'd lick my butthole, and I kicked her to the table. <laughs> YOLO, bro. God, you suck. <laughs> your brother here. <laughs> what is his name, though? It was this, this bitch. And then we got YOLO, bro. <laughs> this bitch. And his, YOLO, bro. And his little brother, YOLO, bro. Every, people hate this bitch guy. But it's kind of like if you're if you're fat, but you have friends that are fatter than you, all of a sudden you look more thin. Like, because his brother is YOLO, bro, people are like, this bitch guy is not, actually not that bad. <laughs> This bitch guy actually makes me laugh from time to yeah. time. Yolo, bro. His brother fucking sucks. <laughs> His brother ruined a moment for a married couple that they can never recreate. Because he thought it'd be funny. Good news is he got arrested. He's like the kind of guy that pulls pranks on his great-grandfather who mm-hmm. can barely move and then puts them on, like, Instagram and shit. He did get arrested, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. Are you talking about the real? Yeah. yeah. The real Gerald? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he got arrested. It was a $10,000 fine. So think about that. When you stroke that check or you write that off on your credit card or you fucking put 10000 in cash. And here's the thing, the other douchebag thing about it, is that he comes from money. He always did. He always did. So this didn't sting. It didn't sting him personally, other than the, the notoriety. And because the, yeah. and the, and he is one of, he is, let's put this way. His, na- his, name, it, his name is legitimately blank, blank, the fourth. Mm. Like they're holding on to that family name. Gerald. Whoever the first one was did something. Yeah, the rest of them since have just been Gerald-like. Gerald Conroy Henderson the third. Yeah, it's very something very similar to Otherwise that. Otherwise known as Yolo Bro. Yeah, Yolo Bro. <laughs> Jesus, that's wonderful. Oh, this bitch. I can see it at a party. This bitch guy's here, dude. This guy cracks me up. He's kind of an asshole, but he's funny. Oh fuck, dude. He brought his bro. Yolo Bros here, y'all. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, this bitch guy's cool. Like, you feel bad for the girl that he ultimately singles out? But more often than not, she brought it on herself. The yellow bro fucking sucks, dude. Like, half the party's gonna clear out if you I like how he turned it. I mean, kind of brought it on herself. I mean, you don't. I mean, if you're gonna fuck a dude like from behind in the, in the laundry closet, you're gonna come in your hair. That's just a given. Yeah, just don't. You don't shit your pants when you're wearing fucking overalls. Now I two two. I saw you over there scribbling two away. Two things came up through that conversation. First, you know, you go back to let's let's take a few steps back to the 55 days sobriety. Somebody I've heard I've heard it said before that people that have food addictions mm. have the hardest time uh, overcoming them, and I'm not I'm not 
juxtaposing here that you have an alcohol addiction. That's just like interesting. Fifty-five days straight, but one could argue you don't need to drink. So, in terms of like what it's harder to get control over, I've heard that food addicts have the hardest time controlling their their addiction because you do have to eat, right? Mm. So the question is, do you think you can go fifty-five days? Now that you've proven you can do it without, you know, with the the brown drink or whatever, you, what do you or vodka or whatever you like, do you think you could go fifty five days like eating super clean and healthy only, mm. and then to take it a step further, do you think you could go fifty five days without jerking off? Well, let's go one at a time. Um, <laughs> the first one you're Second asking one, about. No. The first one you're asking about is healthy eating. Yeah, like from the perspective of a person who like literally struggles with food and like so I don't have that problem right but like you have to eat every day so it becomes this, like I think John Panette used to, no, have to I talk understand, about I it. understand like, that you we have we have to have fuel coming into our bodies I, I'm saying my question about food addiction would be more along the lines of is it food addiction or um, generally or is like does a food addict are they addicted to one thing Food-wise, are you talking about Junkie Jays who are, like, eating all the, the hot snacks? Are you talking about the people yeah. that eat cornstarch? I I, have you seen that? That's a Gross. thing. Gross. There's, a, there's people Did that eat that corn? eat cornstarch all day. You mean corn syrup? No. They, like, corn syrup? No, I'm talking about the cornstarch, like the, the powder. The, really? Yeah. This no, one lady I'm, went on one of these shows, and she had been eating, like, she said, I don't know why I do it. I sneak off to do it. I eat cornstarch. And the, the doctor was like, well, let's show you what you've done. And they, you know, like, what cornstarch does to your body. It's just like when you're cooking with it, what do you, it thickens. Mm. It's a thickening agent. If you take cornstarch and you put it in a sauce, that's exactly what Chinese restaurants do to get that kind of, like, slurry. So should we not be eating Domino's pizza? Isn't that what they sprinkle on the bottom of their crust? <laughs> I don't know if they can put cornstarch on it. Are you serious? I have no it's idea. It's cornmeal. Like cornmeal is very different. Cornstarch. It's that yellow, sandy but you stuff. Know what the, generally speaking, we could, none of us should eat corn. It does nothing right. for us. It's it's nutritionally more although, harming than than good. But according to Interstellar, it's all we're going to have one day. Yeah, and, and that's exactly right. It's the same thing that if you watch like a famine movie from the Mayans, that they're eating a lot of corn mm-hmm. and they're just ugh, look terrible because it's not good for you. Yeah. All that being said, I think it depends on the food. I'm talking about eating disorder people, people who like compulsively get up at two in the morning and eat a pint of ice cream. Or well, that's right. But notice that it's never <clears throat> like think about it. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Is there like is there someone out there that wakes up obsessively at 2 a.m. and goes in and fucking, like, gets down on some quinoa and roasted vegetables? Right. I don't know. Yeah. I, it seems to me that it's less of a food addiction than it is, like, a junk food sugar yeah. addiction. It's not like, because, again, I've no, if, if that would be a great skit. There's a food addiction skit where someone's <laughs> they're just sitting in bed and they're just thinking about food and they get up and they go and they open up just some fresh veg yeah. and, and a slice of an orange, just yeah. a half, and they just, oh, they, but they eat it like animals. Yeah. They eat it like a kid, like a fat kid would eat a fucking ho-ho, just, oh, 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 oh. and then they just go back to bed. <laughs> they open the oven, they've been roasting garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Quietly made some cream fraiche. Yeah. And they have that, yeah. Like, show me that food addiction before you call it food addiction. I'm talking, I'm I'm referring to, like, the John Panettes of the world. No, who, I get like, it. Big like, fat pieces of shit. Like, like when us. they go to eat, they can't, they can't not eat too much. Could you, could you eat healthy and clean, like, practically fucking vegan, like, <laughs> like, one of these people that, you know, is super into exercise and they're like, 
I eat four ounces of lean protein a day. Everything else is fresh vegetables, and I'm in bed by seven. <laughs> you got to get sleep. You know, like, could you do that for 55 days, or would you eventually, like, what are you more likely to do over a 55-day period? Say, fuck it, I'm going to have a drink, or say, fuck it, I'm going to have a cheeseburger? <laughs> uh, I'd be more likely right now to lean toward burger. But having said that, someone asked me, I, I, again, this is the whole point. I'm just I'm just Forrest Gump running. I don't have a, a plan. In fact, last right. night, I was like, you know, I might want a cocktail tonight. I went and bought a right. little pint of Hennessy, mm-hmm. but I put it up put it up and then as the night went on I, what was funny was that once you get to a certain stage and I was telling a buddy I didn't even think about it I looked up and it was 1230 and I'm going to bed and I'm like yeah like in the past on a game night right. it, that would have been all gone see the, the groove you're in now where you're not making the effort is the same groove I was in as a young man when I hit that nine month streak of no no private time no that was just stupid I'm, but I'm saying mentally, like eventually you're in that groove where it's the last thing that ever crosses your mind, and people, and if anybody knows about it, I think only one person did back then. It's like, <laughs> wow, I can't believe you're still still going with that. It's like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really think about it anymore. I'm reading a lot now. Nine months. Yeah, it was rough. But my that's that's that was the question. Like, I I don't know what 55 days with no nothing to drink looks like. I've I've maybe gone like 15. And then like had a beer at a at a dinner party or something, but like on the other on at the fifty five day mark, like what would be harder to say no to at this point, like the like a McAllen twenty or a McDonald's cheeseburger? Oh no, or a real or a real cheeseburger? Oh, I, I mean, I I don't want either to be honest. <laughs> um, burgers doesn't sound very appetizing. I, I've noticed that. Yeah. Some foods that used to that yeah. Scotch brain used to tell you were good now. Oh, yeah, like, the minute you're not drinking, it's like, why did I ever eat a crystal? Like, eh, that ain't good. I didn't. I knew even drunk that that was... <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a youth thing. I knew that that was never... There's never a point in my... Even as a child, I think I inherently knew that crystal was awful. Yeah. I knew that it tasted good, but I also knew that, like, the bun shouldn't be Gooey. soaked with grease up to the top. You know yeah. how those buns, they have that little brown top, yeah. and a little white fluff underneath that... All the other parts of that bread have just mm. soaked grease. So by the time you actually get to bread, it's funny when we haven't even talked about the. Th- we're watching a legitimate top ten film of mine, Robin Hood Men in Tights. <clears throat> Mel Brooks. It, I think Dave Chappelle. By mm. the way, the Dave Chappelle, uh, uh, the new one that it's they good. just released on. You saw it? Yeah, I, I, I watched. I, I was at one of them. Oh yeah. Yeah, they. I was watching the show, and I knew that when we got there for that live that night, they had the don't or whatever we're recording. And, um, I liked his impression of the audience. Yeah. yeah. That's you. you. <laughs> That's you, motherfuckers. That's what the audience sounds like to me. It's funny it's we brought up Crystal because I brought up I had a great Crystal joke in New Hampshire mm. with the fam, and nobody, nobody smirked. It didn't land. And I realized, oh, <laughs> none of you people live in Atlanta. You have no fucking white. Cra- I got White Castle. And so, like, like there's a quiet lull, and I just went White Castle, and then they all laughed. It was yeah. like it was like a program delay. Like 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 I can see on their faces like what's crystal? And then I said White Castle and they all went, Oh <laughs> <laughs> No, but in New Hampshire, first night we got first of all the weather, fucking a dream. Mm. Like we landed in Boston. I already heard all these stories. Your mom was telling me that I, I was like, Oh, he I just came in his pants a little bit. It was yeah. like sixty eight or We landed s- in Boston, it was like seventy two, no humidity and breezy. It was like, is this 
Is this, what it feels, is this what it feels like in August and other places? <laughs> and then when we got up to the mountains in New Hampshire, it was like 70 all day. And then they get down to 55 at night. It was <laughs> perfect. Mm. Another mass shooting, by the way. Don't let us forget. Oh, yeah. Thoughts well. and prayers. Anyways, first, <laughs> the only story I'll really share is a beautiful wedding, beautiful event. Good times were had all around. First night we go there, we go to this beer brewery called Iron Furnace. Mm. If you ever, anybody listening, if you ever find your way up in New Hampshire and someone says, hey, you want to come try some beers at Iron Furnace? Don't. <laughs> stay <sorry>. going away. <laughs> stay away. We go there and they have a full menu and the food was decent bar food. We're talking like paninis and salads and pizzas, you know, just bar food stuff. And it actually was pretty good food. All right. And we were there for like five hours. We got there at like six o'clock. We didn't leave till 11. Big wedding group. Mm -hmm. And they have the percentages listed next to all their beers. So this IPA is 6%. This farmhouse ale is 5 This Saison, whatever. And they had a lot of beers. In fact, they had brown ales, which I rarely see at breweries down here. Everybody's IPA heavy. And they had um, ESB, which is like a Boddington's, which you never see. So I was like, I'm going to try this shit. Because mm-hmm. most local craft places, they kind of focus on these days, like sours and IPAs. So I had uh, I had six beers over the mm. course of five hours. I was trying to keep it to a beer an hour because I don't like getting shit-faced, especially when like I'm on a trip with the in-laws. And I'm doing water in between. And when we left that brewery at 11.30, I... According to my brother-in-law, looked and sounded like I had consumed a bottle of Jägermeister all by myself. <laughs> and I'm too drunk to reason. And he's like, I don't get it, man. Like, you and I, we drank more than this when we went to the Claremont at Christmas. <laughs> and you drove. I was like, I don't know. I was just <laughs> fucking gone. We go back to my father-in-law's room. He had, like, a suite. He bought some Molson's. I had one Molson. So over the course of now seven hours, I've had seven beers, which by my own, like, at home in Atlanta standards should be no big deal. Mm-hmm. I drink that much on a, on the beach. Mm-hmm. I woke up with the worst hangover I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I've never felt so shitty. I haven't thrown up from a hangover since I was probably like 20 years old. <laughs> I puked three times, shit my brains out. <laughs> I was sitting in like a, there's no, there, there's a window unit, but it was warm in the middle of the day. I'm sitting in our like 72 degree room shivering. Like, I have I was so goddamn... I was praying that an angel would bring me by a light <laughs> from Atlanta. I got religious, folks. I was like, That's how bad like, it got. I was, like, I, was, I was like, this does... And the whole time, my wife's like, Chris is... I, I, initially, she seemed mad like I overdid it. And I'm like, it doesn't make sense. I had seven <laughs> beers over the course of seven hours. Like, that's nothing... <laughs> And, it, and then I find out my father-in-law's in the same boat. He's down in his room just puking. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing, once I got clear-headed, it took like six hours to get back around. Kristen actually went to a drugstore. She got me Gatorades and vitamin B12. And by the once I was finally able to eat something, which was a fistful of almonds, I took some ibuprofen, and I got on the other side of getting better. And everybody's like, how much did you have? And I told him, and that's when my brother was like, I know, that's what I was saying last night. Like, you looked like white as a ghost when we left, like hammer drunk. And I was like, he drinks way more when we get together at Christmas and doesn't get nearly as fucked up. Mm -hmm. There's just no, it doesn't add up. And so we eventually went back to that brewery to eat lunch. And I I didn't order anything drink-wise. And I was like, do you guys bottle or can your beer? 
And she said, no, we just do the draft. And I was like, there you go. What there, happened? There's your red flag. What, what is that? And I, 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 I thought out loud in front of Kristen's cousin who works in the food industry. He's a, like a five-star chef, and he's helped open a brewery before, too. Just sort of thinking out loud, I said, I'm willing to bet that if you don't bottle or can your beer, you're not held to the same scrutiny and standards that a brewery that is bottling and canning and selling to the public at grocery stores and gas stations is. And I said, I'm willing to bet that there's no fucking telling what kind of recipe breakdown there is in a lot of these beers because they're basically just doing it and then drafting it and you get what you get. And her cousin, uh, Matt's like, you're absolutely right. He said, if you don't bottle or can, nobody's paying attention to whether or not you're upholding a safety standard every time you do a new batch. So you're saying it made you sick, not... not well, that's the only. That was the only. Not like hungover, just hungover because it's high gravity. Right, it made us sick. Like, cause what didn't add up was my father-in-law had the same issue, and he didn't have, he didn't have anything. He didn't have very much to drink either. And then we proved it when my brother-in-law was like, well, "I'm gonna order two and see how I feel. I'm just gonna have two. He ordered two, and he got sick. I'm like, all right, yeah. So don't drink the beer. Don't. Oh boy. Don't drink. Cause and then you know, uh, what my brother-in-law even pointed out. He said that's. IPA you ordered, they told me that was the bottom of the keg. Like, so uh, potentially you drank like like extra fermented, God knows what alcohol level IPA. Like, you get the last of it. Like, all that shit's just been sediments, been settling at the bottom of this beer keg. <laughs> my, my mind's eye. I'm seeing gangs in New York where they're just pouring all the leftover yeah, all bits. Sorts. <laughs> all sorts. And you're just doing paying them, paying with the ears. You're <laughs> Your your Hellcat Maggie just yeah. slogging off the end of this thing like it. Yeah. So long story short, it's like all right. Well, from now on, if I get invited to a beer, beer brewery, if they're not bottling or canning, I'm not tasting it. Well, Is I'm that, not trying to take a high horse on you, but that's exactly my point about liquor. Like, look, that's when I was drinking. It's like I hate beer. Why would anyone do this? Why? I know that you like it, mm-hmm. and you actually love it more than most, but. I just don't. I just don't get it. I. I it's like why fill up all that stomach space? Mm-hmm. I guess that's just maybe that was a problem for me because I was like, why would a drinker do that? Because I was looking at it like you got to do, you got to be efficient, bro. <laughs> yeah. I turned into YOLO, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're trying to figure out how do I get drunk the fastest <laughs> for the least amount of money, yeah. and I'm not. I don't think that. Was <laughs> what I I'm just thinking like. I like a two-beer buzz, so it helps me socialize a little bit more. Don't turn this on it's me. That's not, not always not how I thought. It's a militant pursuit to drunkenness. It's just a way to relax like while I'm waiting on my to-go food. A militant pursuit. <laughs> Do you have vodka? Do you have plain vodka? Yes, give me five of those. That'll be $12. I'm a fucking genius. No, $12? My God, that was well, a five. It was well, five for five. Well, vodka in, in Athens? I don't oh, know. God, that's good. Militantly. <laughs> on a <laughs> Militant pursuit to drunkenness. <laughs> Title of the episode. That was, before we make it clear, that's not autobiographical. That was not, I, I was just. I know, it's biographical. <laughs> I'm, I'm, writing, I'm writing the biography. Yeah. No, I'm just saying. The beer just, that's no way, but that is gross to think that you were, you, and did they and they told you this accordingly. Well, they told me that they don't bottle or can, and that's. Mm-hmm. They well, told you that you're getting the bottom of the barrel, because clearly that guy heard it. Oh, well, they told my brother-in-law, because he ordered the IPA, and she said, she said, you're lucky, there's, you know, we're almost out of this keg, and then it's tapped. So this is the last 
batch of that beer they made. Yeah, this is the and, culprit. This is whatever's in end. this batch is yeah. probably is what did it. Yeah. And it's like fuck time life. Hope we did our work, fellas. Probably mm-hmm. fucked up a lot of oh shit. <laughs> and then here you are, like, cheers! Yeah. I had I had two of those because it tasted good. <laughs> when you get that sick, and I've been there, but when you get that sick, you like think back to the night, and you know, like all the culprits. So you like have this vision, and you're like a little movie in your mind. You're like, yeah, you see yourself having a good time, yeah. oh, being stupid. Hey, like, this peach farmhouse ale is delicious. <laughs> I'm gonna switch to the IPA. They're almost out of. I want to try this White Claw. All, every dumb thing, yeah. you know. And then you, like, you see yourself drinking it. You know the whole time that's all that. Like what you're feeling now is yeah. now starting its journey. It's just poison. <laughs> I said I've been poisoned, and my brother-in-law said, "Well, that's kind of true of every drinker. Like we're yeah, drinking poison. We're drinking poison. Every, yeah. All of it's." Poison. Well, he just said that the other day. It's just, just poison. It's just poison. And I was like, you know what? You're not wrong. There's no. It, there's no. It, it, if, once you start rationalizing that yeah. and saying that it's not a that, <laughs> then you do. Then you really are militantly. So you you're goose stepping towards towards <laughs> <laughs> towards alcoholism. That's what I post. So you think Jesus drank poison? Because Jesus drank wine. <laughs> you think wine's poison? Yeah, but at least I don't know. Wine's old. I, I don't know. <laughs> what wine's respectable because it's been around. It's been for around. Like uh, maybe yeah. You drink beer in Robin Hood. <clears throat> it's Friar Tuck's whole thing. It's beer, I think. Mead. In, in this movie. But anyways, I I did eventually come back around and I and I proved myself at the wedding that it was not that I drank too much because at the wedding I had just as many beers over just a, a similar amount of time. But these were bottled beers. These were Stella's. These were local um, craft places that were canning. And I was like, I feel fine. I could drive a car right now. So yeah, Iron Furnace, the grilled cheese sandwich with the tomato soup is awesome. Stay away from the beer. Grilled cheese sandwich and tomato soup at a, at a it's brewery. New Hampshire. It's New Hampshire. I don't even know what that means. They had pizza. <laughs> All right. I don't know where we left off there. I'm just going to roll back into the mm, story I was about to start there. When we're in at the Atlanta airport, we're actually boarding the plane, and there's a woman behind us, and you can tell she's just connecting. She's like, I don't get the big deal. People say hot Atlanta. It doesn't seem that hot to me. And, like, right away I'm like, you didn't go outside. <laughs> And then her husband or boyfriend, they're standing. In- All right, I tried to tell that story twice. I'm not going to tell it. <laughs> fucking, fucking phone keeps kicking, kicking it off. That's the appropriate. Yeah. Hey, I got one for you. <laughs> I do. I do Me and producer through. Burke have unearthed a little, uh, a little bit of interesting local news here at TPTS Studios. Mm. So no cheese, eating Sean. Mm-hmm. You know, pretty much a douche. Lovable, but a douche. Sure. So, as you know, he has a girlfriend, and I had helped him up that mountaintop. I was the Sherpa. Right. Getting him to that to that place. <clears throat> so, his lady friend, it was her birthday on Friday. And I didn't know this, but I came into the office. We are sitting there, and another guy comes in, our, our AR director, and he was like, Hey, tell so-and-so happy birthday. And he, you know, we were talking about it, and I was like, Yeah, happy birthday. And he's like, what? Sean's like, What should I do? And... I was like, well, you know what you should do is you should go. He said he had texted her first thing in the morning mm-hmm. with a big happy birthday. And I was like, now what you do is go around. This is me talking to him again, Sherpa. Mm-hmm. I said, go around and get everybody in the office to text her and say, Sean wanted me to text you and say happy birthday. Just ha, 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 stupid. Makes mm-hmm. you look like you're running around. He's like, this is a good idea. So everyone does it, mm-hmm. right? So then we go. He's like, drop me off. I'm going to grab a card. So he goes and gets a card. He's got this cool card. It's like one of these cards 
that it's uh, pop-up books. Remember those when you were a kid? It like, mm-hmm. makes a 3D scene when you yep. open it. So it's like that, but there's three different stages. There's a big, a middle, and a little one. And uh, he's like, oh, what do I write? And I was like, you're a fucking buffoon. It's like, I've done all this to get you to this mountaintop, you know? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I can help you. So I was like, all right, write on it that um, you're very grateful to spend this first birthday with her, and you hope you get to spend many more. All right, let's try this again. Fucking recording device keeps breaking so down. So we lost it all? No, you, you like right when I stopped you was when it was when it stopped. So people signed the card, or no, people texted her. We did he that. Got a card. Yeah, I told it's him a pop up book style card. Yeah, and, and I wrote in it, you know, the message I sent him, whatever. Right. And then I said, he's grateful for this birthday. Hope yeah, yeah, yeah. More. And then there's these little bits. Will you marry me? <laughs> yeah, don't break that. There's these little parts, and he's like, I should do something in these. And I was like, yeah, you make you just write, I love you on the three different little pop-ups. You make biggest to smallest. He's like, yeah. dude, that's so great. And he doesn't. You know, I'm thinking like, man, I did everything for this guy's card. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have yada. they said that to each other yet? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that's a weird But I remember thinking, the it. thought in my head was like, man, I don't even think I give Leah this nice of a birthday. <laughs> and I'm over here like partially planning this one, yeah. you know. And I, he had had this thing. The day before, we were talking about, he's, I was like, what'd you get for her birthday? And he said, he bought her a whitewater rafting experience with her and her sister. He paid for the, mm. both the, both them to go and him. Yeah. And I was like, that's a great idea. You bought an experience. That's yeah. like much better than a gift. Sure. People, I mean, in my opinion, I don't, it sounds like you agree. I like In both. most cases, yeah. outside of like a really nice gift, I mean, yeah. come on. But I in like most both. cases, a gift means if it's a, if it's a really kick-ass gift, you don't have to go anywhere and you just get something. That's yeah. the best. Yeah. But it, generally, an experience is more appreciated. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That's a really good idea." And he was like, "Yeah, thanks." I, uh, come to find out, so I'm talking with producer Burke yesterday, just having a uh, just a Saturday catch-up, mm-hmm. I would call it. Come to find out that the whitewater rafting trip idea is producer Burke's. <laughs> So between the whitewater rafting trip, yeah. the card, yeah. the custom reach out from every employee at the office, right. John didn't plan any. Outside, he paid yeah. for it. This girl should meet you and Burke. You're the perfect package. <laughs> she knows me yeah. quite well. But it's just like... With our dicks combined. With our... With, oh, Captain! No, but it, <laughs> it just made... I was like, we just died laughing. Because yeah. we're like, wait a minute. He didn't do anything. <laughs> he he took the good ideas and he and he paid for it. He literally right. what he did was pay for it. It's right. like he might as well have gone online, mm-hmm. found a service. Do, are you are you is this your girlfriend? You're not sure what to do. <laughs> Give us a call here at YOLO, bro. No, no, wrong one. What do I buy <laughs> my first girlfriend for her twenty shit thirtieth birthday? <laughs> And but yeah, it was just white water. <laughs> hold on, let me write this down. White water rafting. How do you spell rafting? <laughs> <clears throat> Safe sex, real quick. White water. But yeah, no, that's and so we just it, it just it was wonderful because it. The more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, that's uh, that's no cheese eating Sean. Yeah. Just get glomming off really smart dudes, <laughs> and and taking our ideas and and probably yeah. sold it. Yeah. Like she's wild. Right now, yeah, she she's over here telling people they're like, "What did he do?" God help her if like you and Burke ever like die in a car accident. <laughs> like, 
she, all of a sudden she's like, I don't understand. He used to be such a great boyfriend. What did you do for the, for your for your birthday this year? We went to Burger King, <laughs> he, and he didn't get cheese he on his Whopper. Me a Whopper, <laughs> and made sure to point out that he made sure there was no cheese. <laughs> I have told him before I like cheese. <laughs> I like everything. I even put it on hot dogs. And he's just like, no, no, this is better this way. It'd be funny, like, the YOLO bros, like, you know how it's kind of a the old dickheaded move to order for your wife, the southern mm-hmm. thing, like, little lady will have. Like, he probably pulls that at Burger King. <laughs> you know? Well, I'll have a <clears throat> number two, no cheese. Uh, no anything, really. Just meat. Just meat and and, and bread and throw some onion. I want double onion, no cheese. Can I get oh. the kind of burger bun where you've overcooked it a little bit so it's charred on the inside so it kind of has that burnt flavor? <laughs> well, and how about you? Oh, oh, little lady here. She'll have the spicy. You want this? No, don't worry about it. She'll have a burger. No cheese. She'll have a burger, no cheese. <laughs> ketchup on the side. Ketchup on the side. And she likes all the things. Yeah, and she's like, what are you doing? Like, why did, Why are you so bad now? <laughs> she's like talking to her best friends, like, ever since his friends died in that car accident, <laughs> I, I just think that, like... They think he's, he's emotionally rot, he's but he's just, just lost for he's ideas. He's so disheveled now. <laughs> like, I just don't know. Like, I think he's just so depressed about them not being here. <laughs> he doesn't know how to treat me right. <laughs> I mean, that proposal... Was insane, and then, and then the death, and then he just turned into this like ten year old. He's reverted. You, you and Burke are on like fucking walkie talkies with headsets, like coordinating like and lights and for the doves. Right, Sean, get on the one knee. Burke's on the other one. All right, and slide the thing, the ring on the no other hand, other hand, Sean, other hand. All right, here you go, bud. All right, now remember the speech we practiced. <laughs> and cue the banners, and cue the airplane. Like you guys have coordinated the most impressive proposal. Meanwhile, Leah's like, what the fuck? You didn't do any of this shit for me. This, this proposal had a flyby. That was a jet. That was a jet. The banner started at the top of the building in downtown Atlanta and rolled all the way. That must have cost a fortune. Proposal makes like national news. Yeah. I just don't get it. Like, since they died, like he's just turned into this like ten year old. It's like he doesn't know what to do anymore. I find these searches on the interwebs for like the most simple things. <laughs> he was blowing my mind sexually, and now nothing. <laughs> I already thought we we could take it there with me and Burke, producer Burke, also on the microphone. No, 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 no. Two fingers, bud. Two fingers. Finish with the swirl. We did this last Thursday. We had the same issue. <laughs> Did you beat off this morning? (laughs) You know you're supposed to crank one out so you last a while. This is on you, bud. Call us tomorrow for the next day. (laughs) You can be mad at us if you want to, but we all know what happened here. Burke and Martin, life coaches. (laughs) Dating life coaches. Dude, the person that hands... I'll never forget this. First time I was handed a card. Mm-hmm. And on the card, after a nice conversation, this was a, I was at work one time. I was mm. just having a conversation with this person. Went to go ring her up, get her out the door at the car shop. Yeah. And we have this very stimulating, awesome conversation. Yeah. And she hands me this card, and I look down, 
and it says life coach. And this was probably like 2006. Mm. And I'm like, what the fuck is life? And, our, and then it just dawned on me that everything she had just done was a sales pitch. Yeah. And it was. Because yeah. then she texted me for like two months after that. Like, hey, how are you? Come on by. We'll talk. We'll talk. And I was like, so this whole thing. And I remember thinking, what a job. Yeah. Like, I, I, I kept asking, because I never, I wasn't about to pay fucking the this lady. I wanted to like, fuck this lady. I didn't want to get life coached. <laughs> the real thing you think is, who does this? Like, who who goes, oh, I'll spend my money on that. <laughs> to, and, like, they say that life coaching, I, I don't know what they, actually, I was about to make something up, because I don't know what they say. But it yeah. seems to me that it's not like you're really making someone's decisions. You're just a glorified, undocumented Pseudo psychiatrist. You're you're a parent. You're a you're a one parent like round two, like someone's coming. You're like I don't know. Like I just my folks never explained to me how a checking account works. Right. It's like well, that's why I'm here. <laughs> and you're gonna need to learn how it works Dude, because I'm gonna this need might, those checks. This to might cash. be the time though. If we were gonna create mm-hmm. a like a, I won't call it fake. Right. We won't call it fake because that wouldn't be right. But. You know, we wouldn't call it Laugh Man the Golden Voice presents Life Coaching 101, but come up with a decent, you know, life coach sounding name, Horizons. I don't know. Something like that sounds more like a recovery clinic. (laughs) It does. (laughs) That sounds more like we're taking in a lot of opioid people. They're going to start knocking on the door. No, no, we're life coaches. But yeah, get your shit together. This is not, but this isn't, no, not rehab. Not rehab. Get out of here. No, but do get your life together. Here's my card. Life coach. Yeah, we can start with Sean. But this new wave of people that aren't going to have a single, like people that spend their lives, these young people on the internet, or yeah. it makes me sound like, he's young, get off my lawn. But I'm just saying this could be the yeah. time to have a fun kind of look at what it means to be a life coach. It's to, not a bad idea. It's not a bad idea at all. We could, we could. And, and, and honestly, like, if you charge for it, and we're doing it in a to kind of capture both the funny and kind of ridiculous nature of it. Maybe we, maybe mm. we take it seriously because we're charging you something for it. Yeah. But th- what does that mean? What do we? Maybe what the, what we really should do on the heels <coughs> of the Mick Schmear documentary is is write like a sitcom about two assholes <laughs> that run a life coaching business. Yeah. <laughs> With severe problems. Yeah. Of oh, their yeah. own. Of their oh, yeah. own. Like one of them has a bong <laughs> in his desk drawer. They're like doing bong rips, like in between like these 20 year olds that their you know, their dad died when they were 10 <laughs> and they never really got good life advice. Like, where here's a question. Where where, where do, do you bro? You want to get her to be secure enough in exactly. the relationship <laughs> to where she'll lick your butt. <laughs> and then you jump her. It's like that movie. Bro. It's like that movie Hitch, but with an asshole. Yeah. Yolo bro meets Hitch, <laughs> and it's just like shenanigans across the board. But you convince her to get the best job, and this is how it goes, bro. <laughs> if they turn out cool, then you win. If they get botched, you leave her. You still win. <laughs> Do I pay for it? No, no, no. no. <laughs> she pays for it. You get her to finance it, bro. Lines of credit are incredible. You just walk her through the steps. Either way, you win. That's why it's always important to what? Have a bitch ready. Exactly. That way, if they're botched, you leave, you got somewhere to go. All right, now that'll be $32.50. It's always, here's the other part. It's really cheap. It's clear that what they're selling you is garbage because they're charging you garbage prices. And those are weird prices. Okay. Thanks, Yolo, bro. What was that again? That's $17.97. 
All right, so that was 44 minutes. We'll call it 45. <laughs> so that brings your total to 33.72. Whoa, whoa, don't hand me cash, bro. Don't hand me cash. No drug dealer. Venmo. We got the Square app at the checkout counter. We'll see Stacy. By the way, Stacy's like my ass. And I dumped her. And then she's insecure enough to where I can work here. It's like a dentist system now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. YOLO bros. Here's what you do, bro. Here's what you do, bro. <laughs> I like the, be the best. And what did we do? Keep a bitch ready. That's what I've been saying, right? For how long? For how long, bro? Months. Yeah. Exactly right. Since you first saw the vision to bring me on board and help your life. You've got to have a, a bitch in waiting. Bitch in waiting. B-I-W, bro. Bitch on deck. B-O-D. B-O-D, bro. <laughs> Always have a B-O-D. <laughs> the girl you with that? You know who's going to love this right now is probably been pissing their pants is BPH. <laughs> BPH is... Yeah, he knows three of them. <laughs> yeah, because BPH yeah. knows these people. He's close with several <laughs> people exactly like this. As I'm saying this, he's picturing their faces. B-O-D is probably not even original. Keep bitch on deck, bro. Bitch on deck. Here's the thing. The girl you're with now, she's the woman of your dreams. You're gonna marry her if the tits turn out <laughs> If they don't... B-O-D. <laughs> and then you know what? You start the process <laughs> over. Unless she doesn't need a boob job. Then you look at other things you can work on. <laughs> you make their waxing appointment for them. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to cook, so you get them a subscription to that food service that teaches them how to do it. You slowly guide them to being the kind of, you know, restrained woman you want them to be. The anti-Me Too movement. <laughs> That's what that is. YOLO bro is the response. A lot of people see it as just toxic masculinity. But yeah. with YOLO bro, it comes from a genuine place in his heart. Yeah, no, I'm trying to help guys. I'm trying to help the bros, I'm bro. I'm trying to help bros bust big loads. <laughs> All like, over them teens. Helping bros bust loads since 2018. <laughs> Haven't been in business long. Truthfully, there's no overhead, but it's still hard to pay the rent. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, beer's not going to buy itself. <laughs> he has a count. Like one of those McDonald's things, like a million customers. He's like, you know, a thousand nuts busted, bro. <laughs> it's live. We keep that going. Oh, jeez. All right, make your way over to my partner. He'll help you with your finances. But yeah, YOLO, bro. Uh, aside, uh, a life coach mm -hmm. is is an interesting, interesting way to think of it. <laughs> I mean, so, is, is people use the over overuse the, the term side hustle now. Right. I am guilty of it myself. Mm -hmm. But what if that's so? <laughs> you're talking to someone. You, side you, 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 you bump into a friend of yours. You know, you see a guy in high school. You're like, oh, look at this guy. Mm -hmm. You walk up, you're talking like, hey, man, a long time. What's going on? And, yeah, man, you know, I'm doing this. You know, I got a little side hustle working. He's like, what you got? I'm a life coach, dog. <laughs> wait, wait. What? How does that work? It's like if you want to marry people, but you're not a priest, you can go online. <laughs> Take like a two-hour course, and you get certified to be a, to you know whatever marry people. There's a life coach course on the internet. I just took it. it cost thirty bucks. I finished. I got a certificate. I can tell people what to do. <laughs> do people pay you for this? Well, not yet. <laughs> but they will. I just gotta find a cut. Do you want life coaches? <laughs> no, I'm 
good. Like, I don't know if you saw, I drove up in a Tesla. Like, I'm, I'm good. Oh, no. People in Teslas need life coaches, too. I'll tell you that. I but drove up in a Porsche. I don't we should work on that. It's. I can see Mick, had, Mick probably would have uh, at least applied to the class, the two-hour well, online course. But then his internet crashed. That's yeah. he. Uh, you know, <laughs> and he would tell me, well, I applied to be a life coach. I mean, I've done some dabbling. But the uh, computer kept crashing when I was trying to take the two-hour course. So. I have I have more fun thinking about Mick, even as an adult, seeing a life coach <laughs> on a regular basis. Not a psychiatrist. No. I think you know, it's cheaper than therapy. And he'll help me manage my money. And he sells me my weed. And, you know, the bitch on deck thing, that ain't a bad rule. <laughs> I got to get one. And then I'll get the one on deck. And then there'd be a cutaway to to Rodney. And he'd, be, he'd tell you that bitch on deck thing was his. Shit. <laughs> I had a bitch on deck since 79. <laughs> Rodney would be ready to go on that. I've been married since 1989. <laughs> I still got <laughs> I replace the bitch on deck every 10 years. That way, if I ever have to pivot, I'm not switching to somebody my age. I like who that. Who the fuck would want to do that? Hell, I've been married since 1997, and I still have a bitch on deck. You gotta keep a BOD. BOD, man. <laughs> Rodney. That would probably would definitely be a Rodney thing that Mick would try to square off as his own. <laughs> like the idea of Mitch's life coach, like, you know, advising him to invest in something, then he just loses a shitload of money. What's <laughs> <laughs> like what's like something that was supposed to be a straight hitter? Like Segway. That was supposed to change the way we like move. Zoom. What was Zune? Zune was the was the original iPod competition, the Windows iPod. That, didn't even, that, that tells you everything you need to know. I have no idea what that even is. Yeah, you're saying, like, you know, yeah, Mac, Apple's cool, Mac, but Zune is the Windows, and he's, Zune's going to take off, man. Here's a good one. You remember the, we were talking about this the other day? Um, oh, I love this scene in the movie where <laughs> he's got the lizard. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Men in Tights is very good. But we were talking about this the other day, you know, the, the days of running, getting home from school or sitting there on a summer day and burning CDs mm-hmm. and feeling like you were a legitimate pirate on right. the cutting edge and how excited you were to like, and you're, everybody became a, a fucking a producer overnight and knew exactly this CD is going to be the best CD because it's going to have this mix yeah. and I'm going to put them in this order and you couldn't wait to get into your car yeah, and, and, and you couldn't wham, 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 chill right on my th- <laughs> yeah, start with 311 start with 311 <laughs> then we go to Sublime <clears throat> yeah and it, you just remember the thrill of like putting together and then you find it all started because we, me and Lee were watching the um, one of those great time life um um, infomercials where they're mm-hmm. selling you on like country music of the 60s back when things were pure and good it's like Time Life presents best of the 60s these eight eight CDs will go, and then they start rolling that list yeah. down the screen of songs and artists and I used to sit there and that's what I was telling Lee I used to sit there and be oh that's a good song and I'd write it down on little mm-hmm. bits of paper while I'm sitting in my chair and I'd go and, and, Napster. and I'd go to Napster and uh, what was LimeWire mm-hmm. and I'd make the burn these CDs and Kazaa Anyway, so we had that conversation. Then yesterday morning, uh, Lee has been wanting me to, for a long time now, to take my box O DVDs, which is immense. There's mm. two big old plastic, like moving crate boxes, yeah. and condense them into one of these fancy books. Looks like a CD, giant CD case. It's about this big. What are you going to do with all the cases? 
Well, it's already happened. I remember I asked you about a dumpster. She needs some movie cases? No. So <clears throat> I d- she had started the process. I continued on the process. It's very therapeutic to take all your stuff and kind of arrange it. Mm-hmm. But it's all your all my films, all my docs, and I got it in there. And I was like, wow, that actually is amazing that you go from this much space being taken up to this much space being taken up. And yeah. I was going to write Netflix on it. It's going to be so stupid and funny. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> but I, we're going through these movies, and she goes, I have some, too. And I remember, I was like, yeah, she used to have one of them old-style CD cases that was like, oh, I can hold a fuck ton of CBDs or mm-hmm. CBDs, C- DVDs or whatever, <laughs> CDs. So I was taking that out, and I had been through this thing before. It's a lot of busted-ass movies and a lot of burnt CDs. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking through them, and I was like, oh, boy. It's like, you know, uh, weird, like, all country awesomeness, love Leah, Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and there's like, darn, like, I was like, oh, ex-boyfriend names are popping up on yeah. these CDs, you know? Yeah. And then, so I'm like, Tay, I was like, I'm going to be riding around all day. I love, I love hearing this kind of stuff. What, what was on a CD that you liked when you were 16? Yeah. So I take all these, and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, oh, this one's got like, got another guy's name on it. And this one's got like, this one just says like, do it or something. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> So I, again, now I'm the like I'm, 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 I'm living in this like night. I'm this weird 16 year old version of my wife now, mm. and I'm, I'm popping these CDs in, and it's just absurd because you go from like a tool, like not a tool song, but you go from like Nas, <laughs> and then you go to like uh, some like what's Dashboard Confessional song, and then it's it's really West Texan. There's really West Texan country music for a long time. And then you get, like, a rap one that's like, I was like, oh, boy. This was the one that she was probably, like, yeah. hand-jobbing some country here. boy that in the back of this truck. Would you choose <laughs> water over wine? <laughs> <laughs> and then they, all of a sudden there was, like, Little John and the East Side Boys. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, man, this was just hand-job central. Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, once you get to track eight, that's when my dick will come out. <laughs> I can't get cum on my jeans again, though, because I think my mom found out. <laughs> you have to swallow the whole load this time, okay? <laughs> it does make you wonder, like, I'm thinking back now to high school, like, every, every like, girl's Honda Civic in the senior parking lot seemed to have a box of Kleenex in the back seat. <laughs> And I just, as a teenager, I was like, I wonder, like, I wonder what's up with that. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, I mean, do you want to? It's a good. If we're going down memory lane, they're all flushing back to me now. If you want to go, <laughs> this this is one that I want to. I'll say real quick because it was a time I felt legitimately bad about my burgeoning young man sexuality. Mm-hmm. I had this friend, and it, it was a, a case mm-hmm. of legitimate friend. Mm-hmm. Like we hung out all the time. She was a hot girl. We hung out all the time, smoked weed, we run around. I thought she was hot, but it was legitimately we were just friends. Okay, and that went all we were like that for years. And then one time there might have been like a kiss or two sp- sporadically, like a high drunken kiss sprinkled in from time mm-hmm. to time, but never anything. But then one time I, was, I got off work one day. And I was like, man, that was the hardest day. I'm just wound up. It's just crazy, you know. And some asshole moved my own. I was like, maybe. I can get her to give me a blowjob. <laughs> so we're in my, we're in my car, like, you riding around, like you said, box of tissues. And I, I'm, like, making it pretty clear. And I was like, yeah, you know, maybe you can help me out, whatever. And she, she's like, I mean, do you, do you want me to blow you? And I was like, yeah, 
I mean, we're Has just, anybody ever said no to that question? We're just friendly here, you know? And she's like, I mean, okay. And I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Young, I'm like, oh, boy. Oh, all right, yeah, you know. This won't take long. This is not So we, like, I'm driving. Things blah, blah, blah. And she's like halfway through. She's like, hey. I, I don't really like it in my mouth. It's gross. She, like, says this. And I'm not trying to be vile. This is yeah. how fu- like, funny this shit is. This is how high schoolers talk. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Well, what do you want me to do? She's like, okay, I don't know. Maybe I'll just try it. I don't know. I was like, oh, we're getting experimental now. <laughs> we're just friends. You don't have to impress me. But listen, I was like, okay. But so I was like, yes or no? Because she was like, yeah, just do it. I'll try it. We get to that point. Ah, and it was really... Yeah. yeah. It's a shooter. <laughs> Even was a, when you don't see it, was it one you of those, tell. As you call them now, one of these BioLite blasts. Yeah. There's some free marketing. There, there are those ones where even if you don't get to see them, you can tell. <laughs> oh, that, was, that was an oyster. <laughs> Only you would make it worse. Anyways. <laughs> oh, <the oyster. laughs> Brian, you bits of the sea. No. <laughs> But, but, you know, this thing pops off. I'm in the middle of it. I'm doing, I'm in only in my brain space. Oh, we're just And, and she, she's like, she, she like reels up. It's like, pull over. <laughs> it's like, oh God. Because you can see the panic in her face. Yeah. You know? We pull over and she like throws the door open. We're in the middle of a, a fairly busy highway just mm-hmm. on the, on the meet, on the side of the road there. And she, oh, she's just vomiting. Vomiting everywhere on the side of the road. I felt so bad, but at the same time, also like, mm, yeah, well, I mean, I got what I wanted. Yeah. But I, it was like I certainly didn't. I felt empathy because there's just, and like, <laughs> and I was like, is my shit toxic? You, you reach your back seat, and pull up a couple of Kleenex, hang up to her, dab the lips there. All right, so listen, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> No, they got you to this point. I gotta let you go. Oh, jeez. Oh. <laughs> this is your car, though. So if you just drop me, that was also true. I was driving her car. Oh, but it was just like, oh man, that's so bad. That that high school age. What ties back into something we were talking about earlier, like with the popular girl, and I asked you, like, is she is she a train wreck now? Mm. And it made me think, like, when I was in high school, there was like a pack of six like elite, mm. got boobs early blonde girls. I Wait a minute. Oh, like. Got their growth spurt, not yeah. Like fake they tits. turned into like like college looking women at like their sophomore year, mm-hmm. like and like the kind of like where you're like hoping to see some side boob through the tank top in math class, right? And they were like the elite six, and this is actually the same batch of girls. I've shared the story on the podcast before when I went to a drug deal with Adam, and they all told me they thought I was hot in high school. I was like, well, who fucking like y'all couldn't tell me that fucking six years ago yeah. or whatever it was, and. I remember as years went on, I would go to these parties and I'd like see one or two of them. It was like, ooh, you peaked early. Mm-hmm. Like one of them, she used to be like too too skinny for you, probably. We're talking like Emily Ratajkowski thin, but she was very attractive and she had medium sized boobs. And I saw her at this pool party once, and I'm not kidding. Like she had like a beer pot belly. Oh shit. <laughs> Like, she was still just as slender. Like, you could have mistaken her for, like, one of those really skinny women that when they get pregnant, they just grow a little basketball bump. They don't get body fat anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I'm not dumb enough to say, is she pregnant? I just kind of did the math because she's over there just slamming Coronas. And I was like, holy fuck. Like, you just, like, grew a beer belly. Like, 
Like, it's just this other... It's like she had a basketball under her midsection. It's like, wow, you... Glad I didn't pursue that. Yeah. <laughs> in high school. And then little by little, you start. I start seeing them on Facebook, like, oh, yeah, like, you all, like, just peaked way too I mean, that's early. just the name. I mean, we all... That's what's gonna happen. But that's why... That's when I developed the notion, if I ever have a son, I'm gonna tell him to be friendly to... And friends with the homely girls your freshman year. How about this? Those are the girls when you are done with college. <laughs> Just tell them to be a, a nice person in general, and yeah. you're more likely to do that. But yeah. if you're going to go out of your way, and we all know you're not going to have a boy. No. Because you're done. I'm done with So hopefully I have one. Maybe you can instill that knowledge. We can do it yeah. together. We can do like a Burke, producer yeah. Burke, and, and I did Deshaun. You and I can do. Yeah. And say, well, specifically, be a good human being, of course. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> well, I would focus, say, I would say like, listen, your 22-year-old self will thank your 15-year-old self mm-hmm. if you were nice to the girls that people are like, eh, she's got braces and glasses, she's not hot. Because she will be. Mm. And when you're, like, back from your, like, your last summer before your senior year of college and you're all hanging out in your hometown and you're a drinking age, you're going to see, like, 10 hot girls that you didn't see when you were freshmen. Mm-hmm. And the hot girls when you were freshmen... They're still gonna be in a hometown mm-hmm. dating like a dude that never left <laughs> with the, like six kids. You know, quick thing there. I was doing when I was working the car thing. I went out to Stone Mountain to, not Stone Mountain to, where's that mall that everyone gets shot at now? Off I twenty, Stonecrest. Mm. You ever are you familiar? Like place you'd get shot. <clears throat> Lithonia. It's out there off twenty. It's a rough spot. <clears throat> Anyways. A lot of Jews. We went out there, yeah, those 80-year-old geriatric Jews of the night. <laughs> you know, if someone ever tuned in just sporadically to episode 70-whatever, yeah. and they're like, did he just did he just say Jews? It's, well, for that person, it's a, it's a black joke. All right, continue. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I went out there to buy a car, and on the way back, I was like, hell, we're going to be going through my old stomping grounds here. We're going to be riding through Snellville. <clears throat> I hadn't been back in years. Yeah. And I was like, you want to get some lunch? He's like, yeah. I was like, what's around there? I was like, well, it's your standard, you know, shitty suburb town. You're going to mm-hmm. have it, your choice of fast foods. Yeah. And I was like, we'll, we'll go by here if you want to get something fancy. There's nothing fancy, but we can stop and eat it like an O'Charlie's. And he's like, nah, nah. And I was like, well, there's a Philly Connection right there. And I'd eaten there all the time when I was a kid. Never heard of it. Philly Connection? Nope. It's a chain. It's cheesesteaks. Never heard of it. Okay, you're, you're lying. Never heard of it. That's it's, crazy. It's, it's Philly, like... Philly connection. Nope. Well, it must be. Maybe we got trash here, cheesesteaks down here, and y'all did it in your, the mountains of Roswell. But anyways. I've never heard of a cheesesteak chain. Anyways, it's a cheesesteak fucking chain. It doesn't fucking matter. Anyways, there's, <laughs> there, sorry. I, I lashed out. But there's a Philly connection. So we pulled in. I was like, great. You know, we walk in there. And I'm looking up, nothing's changed in this place. There's only one girl working back there, and she's, like, scraping the grill. And She turns around, and I was like, oh, my God. It was instantaneous. I looked at this girl's face, and I was like, oh, my God. And I said her name. That's how it was, like, one of those situations where I just, huh, you're so shocked that I literally said her name. Oh, my God. And she was like, yes. And I go like, oh, sorry. Uh, Just hadn't seen you. I'm awesome. We went to high school together. I was a year older than you, but you hung around with the same guy. Because, before I go back to the story, when I was in high school, she, like, moved in yeah. late or something. I don't want to say she got there when she was, like, 14, 15, ninth yeah. grade. Stunning. Well, I want to tell you, like, uh, she was half Iranian and half something in South America. Mm. And it was the perfect mix. I mean, she oh, looked yeah. like 
Um, yeah. I used to say she looked like Jasmine from <laughs> Aladdin, but she had this like also Spanish. Mm. Like it, it was just a perfect blend. This is a good dovetail out of the Jew and black jokes to get into like the perfect race. Yeah, mixing. yeah, yeah, and that is a good mix, by the way. <laughs> but you're um, gonna mix a human being. Yeah, that's a good, good starting spot. <laughs> but she was just gorgeous, and I mean, the minute she walked in school, seniors like claimed it. Yeah, and here's this ninth grader. Next thing you know, she's dating like senior of the varsity f- football team. Then she's like. Dating this I guy, and it was, and she's my BOD. But here's the thing: it's like that trajectory of what school means at that age was that she she started on that crest. She was already on the wave. Yeah. So there's nowhere, as you've discussed, to yeah. go. Yeah, you so, really shouldn't pursue popularity in high school. But you know, especially when, but yeah. here's the thing: like when you start ninth grade, hanging out with seniors, what happens next year? Now you're like, by the time you get to your actual grade, you're dealing with a bunch of people like, "Fuck you, bitch." Yeah. But you know how they, but her thing started with like jocks and and that popular that movie perfect movie school thing, mm-hmm. and then it was like you saw this trajectory into she like a lower Love a lower grade, yeah, dude. And the next thing you know, she's like she had transitioned to like the dopey guys mm-hmm. selling weed, running like getting into all the parties. So now all these years later, she's fucking the only person working at a Philly Connection cheesesteak chain at eleven thirty in the morning, Peak too early, taking my order, and she looked rough. Mm. I mean, the be- this stunningly gorgeous girl <laughs> at 15, 16, 17, 18 had like more by 24, 25, mm. whatever it was. At age 20 years. <clears throat> it was like, wow. Tara? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we just went to high school together. Cool. You want to order a sandwich? <laughs> uh, yeah. You mean to suck your dick? Um, yeah. <laughs> can I eat first? <laughs> Into the skit, I love it. You just bump into somebody at this Philly cheesesteak uh, chain. Tara, here? <laughs> I don't know. Bathroom? You, did you drive? Um. <laughs> it's not visual. You're doing it it's well. All, it's all the I know, but it's just the, the looking up, the looking around, uh, <laughs> scratching well, in the hold, nose. One thing at a time. Yes to the sandwich, and I don't want to forget. I want peppers and onions. <laughs> And then on the other, <laughs> like, would we do that now, or would I eat first? Because I'm, if I eat first, there's a strong chance I'm going to fart. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> you, know, like you, you would expect, I like this, because you would expect it when it, there's a strong chance I'm going to fart that ends it. But with her, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Okay, well, um, is there anybody here to take your shift? Just lock the door. But there's a couple in the back. And there's people eating. There's people eating at tables. There's an old lady, like, two steps to your left who's waiting to order her sandwich. And she just leans over like, I'd take that dude. All right, let's, let's, do, let's, do, let's this. do this. This is my life now. This is my life now. Do you want to go in my car? No, just come to the kitchen. I'm going to pass on the sandwich, actually. But I will come with you. Yeah. I just don't want to... And then you part ways like, it was good to see it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, cool. I was going to ask, like, how you wound up here, but I think I know. <laughs> That's it. That's what happened. That was the story. But, yeah, it's just, like, wow. Yeah. What a fall. And you want to know... But the thing with me is, like... <clears throat> 
I wasn't judging. I was just in awe mm-hmm. of the fall. Literally, right. it wasn't a judgment. Right. And I wasn't. And because your memory of them is like they're they're <clears throat> on the highest pedestal. And it, and I had no. And but the thing is, it wasn't like there was some douchebag that's popular that you're like, fuck that guy. He used to be friends with me and then he just turns out to be a dick. Yeah. This was just, this wasn't her fault. This was just a girl plucked from beauty and obscurity. Right. Dropped down into the school and rides this wave of being, ba- Yeah. I'll be honest with you, pretty much being used. I think she also used it for her own advantages for when yeah. she could, but really used. And then to get to a point now where you're like chopping up onions and mushrooms on my cheesesteak and I'm like, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm talking to the other guy yeah. that I'm with and I'm like, we were like much like you and I are doing now. It was After com- the it, no, it was right before it was. He was up next, and then it was. We were talking, and I was seriously saying like, you don't. If I told you, yeah, that this was, because I, I used the same metaphor I used earlier, and I was saying, like, you know, that perfect high school movie, that John Hughes high school mu- movie, yeah. that girl was the one that when the when the She's when she Ringwald. when she yeah well much prettier, but when she walked into a room like. Slow mo started yeah, she's happening. She's Jennifer Love Hewitt from Can't Hardly Yes, Wait. exactly. Exactly. I was like, that is that girl. And he's like, and now she's putting my double mushrooms into my cheesesteak <laughs> right now? And I was like, yes. That is the severity of this fall. Yeah. And I was like, because I mean, people don't live up to, ex- most of us don't live up to expectation. There's a reason most of us don't go to high school reunions. Let's yeah. be, and it's not only because they're fucking lame inherently. Yeah. It's because they haven't really, well, what am I going to do? Stand there and tell them I'm fucking, I own a lawn service all night? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, make you know forty k. What are you doing? Uh, working insurance claims. Uh, that's what I always wanted to do. Of course, twice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Usually had beer here. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. Wish they had beer here. Um. Oh fuck! Is you, that is that yellow? It shows up everywhere. Is it? Oh god damn it! It's yellow, bro. Not like, I think that's like, you know, I jokingly say like the lesson to teach your like entering freshman year son is like, be nice to everyone and avoid the popular hot girls. Like you can ogle them, but they're, they're not what you want to pursue. Mm. The, the other sort of advice for when you become a young adult to your daughter would be like, don't pursue popularity mm. because these people won't matter in four years. Mm-hmm. You're all going, you're going to scatter like buckshot <laughs> when you graduate and you'll be lucky if you stay in touch with two people that you currently occupy a building with. Mm-hmm. So don't pursue popularity amongst any of them, because in four years you're not going to know each other. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a couple of close and friendships. Up, you know, none of that is going to matter. You, and but it, the perception of a high school student is like, this is my world. Like I once explained this that to somebody like, this is how I will explain shit to my kids when they're of that age. Is like right now. Your world is the size of a golf ball, and it's everything, and it's tightly knit, and you're, and everything matters. And in four years, it's going to balloon to the size of a fucking volleyball. <laughs> like once you're in the real world, and you have a part-time job, and you're paying for your own gas, and you're in college, and then, but even then, you're still not in the real world. You're in a bigger world than you used to be, and shit that seems important then really isn't, but it's more important than it was in high school. Once you enter the real world, it all fucking changes. Mm-hmm. So I think the the I think a good sort of uh, you know if if your daughters are willing to listen to you at the high school age is don't pursue popularity because it doesn't fucking matter. Mm. Just you know let it go. Right. But what's you know of this that, is life coach shit right now. Yeah, this is real life coach shit. Of that cluster of six hot blonde girls from high school, um, 
I think two of them ended up marrying the dude you expect them to marry, and they have, like, big rocks on their wedding finger, and they stayed hot. The other, you know, three of them they kind of all did what you know, what I call, like, the Tara Reed syndrome. Like, they just parted too hard, voice got raspy, <coughs> just, you know, have been run ragged. But there was one who went the hippie route. Mm-hmm. Like, by 12th grade, she wasn't really hanging out with that cluster anymore. She's wearing a lot of hemp, yeah. you know, but still stunning. She's, mm-hmm. like, the hottest of the hippie girls. Like, the other ones, they've been doing the hippie thing since freshman year. They've got bad skin. They don't really know how to take care of their hair. She's late to the game, so she looks good, but she's wearing the same uniform as they are, so they all come together. And she used to come to my band's shows when I still had a girlfriend, and she used to, like, she'd give me the, like, I'm, I want to blow you backstage eyes during every show, but I was trying to be loyal to my girlfriend. It's the one instance where I'm like, I should have seen where that could have went, because mm-hmm. I wasn't going to stay with that girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I don't know what she's up to. She's the only one that I would say probably turned out normal. <laughs> Because two of them are probably, like, drinking white wine during the day. And a few others <coughs> are working at Philly Cheesesteak Connection. Ha- Connection. Yeah. And then one went the hippie. She probably has, like, a regular job and a cat. Mm. I know that there's, like, <laughs> the inverse of that, too. I had this girl often think about... Uh, she was she was cute, man. She was not... She was hot, but she had that kind of... I'm trying to think of a famous person that has the same look. You know, that kind of, like... Um, that sultry, sexy look with, like, dark eyes, kind of. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone. Uh, what's that girl in the Twilight movie? She's not that pretty, but... Kristen Stewart? Yeah, you know how her eyes, she, when she looks at you, there's, like, a sexy, kind of, like, dark, like... Sunken. Sunken, yeah. But not in a bad but way. But not in a bad way at all, yeah. yeah. That's what this girl had. She had this thick thick butt. Man, I was all about it. She just was... And for, like, two weeks, we talked slash dated, whatever it was, and she was like, you're just such a nice guy. I'm not really used to. She really did run with, like, these, mm. you know, whatevers. Letterman? Uh, no, not footballers. <laughs> just, like I said, dopers, that yeah. kind of crowd. Yeah. <clears throat> she got, like, tattoos before anybody else did. I, but I was into mm. it, man. I was like, this girl's awesome. She was fun. And then, like, she basically just, she was like, I don't know, she's probably just too nice for me. And then she stopped answering my calls, and she started dating my one of my friends, and it got weird, but... No, I'm not too nice uh, for you. But, you just suck. Yeah, but, I mean, she she was really into me, man. We, we were, it was good for a minute, and then it went that way, and I remember being like, that, that was stupid, and, and I would watch her fall. I was seeing her, like, I was like, look at this fuck. I would, years and years later, we went mm. to this place. I mean, the place was called the Blue Moose. It's not, that's not, there's no classy bar on the planet. Right. That's called the Blue Moose in Georgia, no less. I mean, maybe in Canada, but. Did you get a liter of cola? Yeah. But she, (laughs) I could like, she was like getting more and more tats, which again, that's not the problem. It was just like weird shit. And it was, it was all over. And then she starts dating this guy who I knew was like selling all kinds of weird drugs and shit. And that's, that was back in that song. They had a rap song called Tat, 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 It Up. Tat, 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 It It was all about tattoo. And they'd all dance in this place like it was a club. I was like, this is a shitty little bar with pool tables. And they're like grinding in a corner. Peak too early. And I was like, look at you. Like, why are you wanting to live this side? Then she got really into drugs and lost a bunch of weight. And I was like, again, I was like, look at you. Like, yeah. And then she died. Mm. And I swear to you, it was sad. And all her friends were, because she had gotten clean and she fucked up oh, and well, relapsed. Oh, we can say her name. Well, <laughs> she got I'm clean. She, she got clean and she relapsed. <laughs> then she died. Mm. And I remember thinking, like, some. it's definitely vanity. Yeah. But I definitely had the thought. I was like, man, if you just give me a shot, 
Yeah, no kidding. Like, I'm not saying that I would have saved your life. That's not what I, at all what I'm saying. I'm saying, but yeah. damn, you might not have gotten with that tool and yeah. that tool and that tool. And, and you might not. Heroin. Yeah, and that's what it essentially was. And then you yeah. wouldn't have started eating pills and storing coke and shooting heroin. Yeah. And you wouldn't have had a relapse. And you wouldn't gotten pregnant. Yeah. And had a kid that doesn't have a mom. And I'm just like, that was this. I, I remember thinking like, somewhere in that frame of mind I was I was like you're an idiot because like you're just over here creating this false other reality yeah. that if she had chosen you yeah. well, the her one, whole life would have been better the one bit of truth and even my wife would say this is like the girl that's like obsessed with dating the bad guy eventually goes like fuck like this sucks you know like I remember my wife saying like when we were early on in dating she's like if we had met when I was like six years younger or five or whatever like this wouldn't have lasted because you're way too nice. Like, there's something weird about women where they have to date shitheads for a while. Get it out of their system? I guess. I don't know. But what's funny, talking about the hippie girls and having this... No, what, what we're doing there, mm-hmm. we're, we're rationalizing. Because what they're doing is just getting straight dilled down. Oh, yeah, they're just bored. Just bored and just getting pounded by giant yeah, dongs. I'm, I'm over here with my fucking like, <laughs> youth pastor on my shoulder. Like, I can't. Well, well, you're working through your Christian. I can't make a move. Your Christian stifled sexuality. They're goose stepping. What was it earlier? They're militantly they're, marching. They're militantly marching toward a good dicking. Yeah. Just by someone who doesn't treats them like shit and then just rails them down and <laughs> makes them squirt. I, I can't hold your hand until we're married because of Jesus. I have a I have a promise ring that my parents gave me at a ceremony. I'm supposed to wait till we're married. Do you want to talk about marriage? <laughs> <laughs> I just um, love it. Well, well, you're having these struggles. She's doggy style somewhere, just experiencing sexuality. Yeah. And that's why when she... Having an orgasm provided to her by another person for the first time. And I'm, I'm looking at myself in the mirror going, Don't masturbate. Don't masturbate. You're going to go to hell. This is if if anybody if I like anytime a relative from she's now got on, anal beads yeah. hanging out her asshole. Anytime a relative from now on is like, oh, why'd you leave the church? I'm like, listen to episode seventy six of my podcast and you'll understand why. Because that shit, like, I will never put my kids through that kind of fucking just mental anguish. I'm like, whoa, don't be a human being. Repress your urges. Yeah. Here's a book to read while you're horny. Meanwhile, like, <laughs> I will not. <laughs> just jerking dicks like circling plates, just running up and down aisles. Got, oh, I mean, I've told you this. This is what my, my brain does. Yeah. So <clears throat> I, I will hopefully find some sort of middle ground because I'm not going to put my kids through that kind of fucking anguish. Talking about the hippie girls, I actually, for some reason, was was remembering the first day of high school not too long ago. I remember I'm, I'm, I'm in the lunch line and I walk out. And I look out to this massive lunchroom. It's funny how shit looks so big when yeah. you're 14 and then you go back now and it's like, this place is tiny. But I'm looking out at it and I'm like, I realize I don't know anybody in this room. I have nowhere to sit. There's fucking men in this room. Because when you're 14, a senior in high school with like hair on his chest looks like a goddamn man. Like, I can't go sit with them. And right. I made eye contact with Adam, who I kind of knew from middle school. We were peripheral friends, friends with the same people, but we never really socialized. We locked eyes, and that sort of like I kind of know you. Let's let's stand next to each other while we struggle on where to look to sit. 
and then our buddy Matt walked over, and the three of us had all gone to middle school together, probably never shared two words. I was like, all right, we're a group. We'll find a place to sit. And at some point, this, this uh, I want to say he was a sophomore, maybe a senior, I don't remember, that rode my bus. If he was a senior, it tells you a lot about him. Because <laughs> he was riding the bus. Right. He sits down with us, and his girlfriend sits down with us, and she's one of these girls that was like one of those hippie type girls, but she's the type that wore like plaid pajama pants and baggy t-shirts to school every day. Right. So it's like, you could be smoking hot, but we'll never know, because you're basically wearing pajamas to school every day. But I just have this memory. She was dating him, and I have this memory that stuck in my head where she told us once that she sucked his dick for an hour. And I just remember thinking, like, that's a long time. (laughs) Why would you do that? I don't know. Apparently it took that long for him to finish. No. She was committed to just doing it. That's not true. (laughs) Either way, like, in my 14-year-old brain, I'm thinking, all right, well, it wouldn't take me that long. But I also know now as an adult... That there is such a thing as like your nerves getting the best of you and keeping things at bay longer than you may have may want. Like if you're in your head too much, like, <laughs> oh shit, can my parents hear? Oh fuck, I got the door. And you're, you're just pushing that. Shit, those thoughts always made me come faster. <laughs> Point being, I remember thinking like either he came really fast and she just likes sucking on dicks or it did take him that long and she's just committed. Let's do a safe sex real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it blew, it blew my mind. All right, we're back. Uh, sorry. I, we're back after the hour-long dick sucking. Ah, uh, yeah. What a story. But um, we do, quick thing, super sorry. Schedules didn't align. Yeah. Trips were happening. Well, in fairness to us, I did warn that that was a possibility. We did. Uh, but it's cert- I got texts, and I got, you know, sad emoji faces, and we got bored from Perth. Yeah. Um, so everybody was upset. Everybody was upset. I Bank, get it. Which Banks makes me feel good Banks in some way. Texted me at five o'clock. He's like, "So is there no show today?" And I just wrote back, "Nope." Yeah. That's, it probably <laughs> felt good. Probably felt real no, good. No, it's not. This shit's free. <clears throat> this shit's free. This, yeah. I mean, we can't. This <laughs> shit's free. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like when people are upset, I'm like, "Listen, I get it." Like when I. I listened to the Adam Carolla show. They just had a, what they call a dark week because they all took vacation, and it's shitty when you don't have the thing you're used to yeah. to listen to every day. But, you know, speaking of life him, moves on. Speaking of him, it's funny that you said that you bought yourself a pint of Hennessy because on his show he was just recounting a cocktail he made up called the Shirley Hemp Hill. Mm. It's you and Hennessy. Shirley Hemp Hill. <laughs> it sounds delicious. you and Hennessy? Well, Shirley Hemp Hill, I believe, was on. Was on the Jeffersons, yeah, or Good Times, one of them, yeah. Uh, the Shirley Hemphill. He's like, he's like, it's not a real drink, but I want every listener in the country to adamantly, at every bar they go to, like, what do you mean you don't just because get, we're dousing a Shirley Hemphill? Like, it's you who and Hennessy. Like, don't you? <laughs> how long have you been a bartender? Like, like, uh, Shirley Hemphill. You don't know what's in that? Are you serious? <laughs> You really don't know? You don't have you. Oh, and then Corolla goes on to say, like, if they don't have you, you can use chocolate milk. <laughs> Chances are, if it's like a restaurant, they have some Nesquik in the back. Surely. <laughs> I want to be, I want to go on a trip now with you on an airplane just so I can, we can be at an airplane bar. Yeah. And I, and I hear one or both of us order Shirley Hemp Hills and have to explain what it is. One of those <laughs> listeners actually made it and wrote in with a picture. It's It was Yoo-Hoo and Hennessy with whipped cream and a yeah. brandy cherry on I top. I love it. And he wrote in and he said, made a Shirley Hemp Hill. It's actually delicious. <laughs> yeah, it's got 
gotta be. I mean, Hennessy's great by itself. Yeah. It's so good. But then you do like, I, I might break the fast with a Shirley Hit pill. <laughs> That's how that's how much I think of the best because when you were saying I immediately envisioned a dash of whipped cream. I didn't yeah. see the cherry. I should have, but just a dash of the whipped a cream. Brandy cherry. A brandy. A brandy cherry. cherry. Yeah. I have a yeah. I have a whiskey soaked cherry from from what's that? Uh, it's a good bourbon that people drink. It's oak charred. It's mm-hmm. Woodford Reserve. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I have a Woodford Reserve pair of uh, cherries. But I will say this: if. Um, <laughs> Shirley Hemphill. It's not. To be clear, this is an Adam Carolla show joke. This is not a TPTO joke. It just you said Hennessy, and I met moments before we walked into the studio. That's the thing they were talking about was Hennessy, and well, actually, he was saying Cavassier, and someone reminded him like, actually, the original Shirley Hemphill from years ago was Hennessy. <laughs> He's like, you're right, it was Hennessy. Hennessy and YooHoo, or you can do chocolate milk. He's like, if you're at TGI Fridays, they have Nesquik in there. <laughs> of the Yoo-Hoo are so fucking remote. Oh, yeah, no restaurant <laughs> under the fucking sun sells Yoo-Hoo. I'm, well, you know what, though? Some do. Some fucking hipster, you know, trendy millennial place, you could probably catch a Yoo-Hoo cocktail. What is Yoo-Hoo? Is it just chocolate powder and water? I, it's it, not, it, it's has to, no it has to be, because it doesn't say, nowhere on that package does it say milk, it yeah. just says a chocolate beverage or a chocolate drink. Yeah, because it's shelf stable. Yeah, like, you don't buy it refrigerated. Nope. And it well, yeah, you do, but you, well, you do. it can be kept but shelf. It, it, if you, well, here's the problem. See, you kind of just gave it away. Fat people are the only ones that buy the shelf stable YooHoo because they have to get it off the shelf because <laughs> there's like 24 of them. Regular people buy YooHoo one yeah. at a time out of a gas station. And 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 for M and P, and for any of our. Many other countries that may or may oh, not listen. I'm so glad you said this, but yeah, keep going. For any of y'all, um, <coughs> YooHoo, as we're trying to describe it, is a, it's got to be what it is. It's just simply some kind of chocolate syrup or uh, syrup or powder, powder that's incorporated into water. Probably corn But it syrup. tastes just chocolatey enough that you know it's not really watery. Yeah. And just watery enough that it's not creamy like milk. It's a very yeah. We it's like this is one of those things where it's like NASA might have created YooHoo, right? Because they created Tang, right. and they have the ice cream that's really just dehydrated. This seems like something they would have sent up on an Apollo mission yeah. and called it chocolate milk to the astronaut. But when they got home, they're like, "Well, we can't call this milk because there's literally no milk product in this at all. So yeah, what do we call it? Ooh, YooHoo. It is a weird because it's just creamy <laughs> enough to not. Seem like it's just chocolate water, right? But it's just, I just described this. It's just thin enough. That's yeah, what I'm saying. I, I laid it out perfectly. It's, it's just thin enough that it's yeah. not creamy, and it's just chocolatey just enough. That I don't that it's not watery. Love YooHoo, like, <clears throat> dude. I had them as a grew kid. grew up on YooHoo. I had them a lot as a kid, but as an adult, love it, but don't seek it out. Yeah, I'm like, I don't, I, I don't I, 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 they're always at the gas station. I go and buy my little canned coffee from. I have never gotten it now. Mm. That that does not mean that I don't look at it and say that looks. I know that that is delicious, right? And I know that I would drink every uh, an ice cold. You that's like a flashback to to, to, to oh, kid. you got to shake it up because of it's course because it's got the settle of whatever the, the chocolate on the bottom is. Yeah, but we would be on the road. That was a road trip staple. An mm. ice cold shake it up for five minutes. You who yeah. Get all that chocolate. That almost makes me wonder now if the chocolate is a syrup because the way it settles. It always would settle. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. It's chocolate and water. But it's really, really good. (laughs) But the fact you would never find that. So I love the idea. 
And then the berating of the bartender. <laughs> Wait a minute. You don't know what a... I, how, how long, long have you been a bartender? How do you not know what a server <laughs> You talk to them like you're a bartender, too. That, like a, another bartender on the get, inside. Get, get the jigger out. <laughs> I say it with a J. All right. Ounce of Hennessy. Good. Three ounces of Yahoo. How can you not have Yahoo? <laughs> do you have milk? <laughs> do you have chocolate syrup? That will work. Three ounces. Shake it. Strain the ice. I'm doing your fucking job. You. you have whipped cream. I assume you have whipped cream. All right, whipped cream on top. Brandy cherry. Fine, cocktail cherry, whatever. Thank you. That's all I want. You should pay me for this cocktail. No, but I'm glad you mentioned Matt and Perth because it just jogged my memory. We have fans that we've never shouted out before that I learned about in New Hampshire. Oh, yeah. Kristen's got a cousin named Keegan who, I believe, he lives in L.A., and I told him about the podcast when we actually went to this, L.A. Man. for your sister's wedding. Mm-hmm. And he listens. He, he he actually told me, he said, I got off it for a while, and I'm back on it. And he said, and I told Paul, and Paul is his future brother-in-law. His sister's getting married next March. The whole family's there, and Paul's like, oh, yeah, I listen. He's like, I love it. And he said, I got, like, a lot of my friends and family in Kansas to listen, and apparently they all listen, like, every week you put one out. No. It's like, these people that don't even know me are, are, are listening to the show by way of, like, two people through family word of mouth. So Once you're in Kansas, you've hit it. <laughs> I mean, that's the big time. Yeah, we're big in Kansas. We're, we're big in Sheboygan. Yeah. We're big in Sheboygan. Really big in Sheboygan. <laughs> polka twist. Polka polka. Kiss polka polka. polka. Anyway. <laughs> I just said, if John Candy's on TV, I don't care what movie it is, I'll watch it. Well, you have to. Yeah. Let's give a moment. I was, I mean, what film do you turn, you don't. It even, can, even the ones like. Cool Runnings is an amazing film. There's there's one uh, called like, I Fell in Love in Chicago or something that's not particularly mm. engaging, but I'll still watch it. Uncle Buck. Only the Lonely, I think is what it's called. Yeah. And he's in all kinds of movies yeah. that you've never, you never, I think, uh, I mean, I, it's, people forget he's in the original Vacation. Armed and Dangerous. Oh, man. 80s movies were the best, Armed bro. And, uh, and he did those two. Who is Harry Crumb was one of them. Please tell me you've seen the movie. We need to do it, maybe not for the pod, because, I mean, we kind of don't do movies anymore. But uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I had forgotten how fu- And I remember when I was a kid, I used to do impressions of that movie, because mm-hmm. I was like, most kids my age hadn't seen it. My dad was pretty was pretty hip to like what was funny on a Saturday morning, right. and I, he was like, "You're watch this movie; it's really funny." And I didn't really know who. I mean, I'd seen Gene Wilder. My only association was Willy Wonka. Right. You, when you see that, you don't. When you're growing up, you don't have any idea this he's man's kind of terrifying in that movie. Yeah, but he's a comedic genius. <laughs> yeah. And then you could, you combine this man with Richard Pryor. Said I give. And and one's <laughs> one's blind and one's deaf. Yeah. And they're. It's just and they're like handcuffed together. For yeah, half it's of it. it's well, they're pretty much handcuffed together, both metaphorically <laughs> and literally, the entire film. It's a good movie. It's, it's really it's good. I'm black. Does Dad know? <laughs> the blind is like, I'm black. Does Dad know? Oh my God, I die every time. But yeah, he uh, John Candy's a man. Well, that makes me think. Well, that's good. We got new fans. Who's so yeah, if you're listening in Kansas by way of um, Paul, I don't believe it though. I, I need to. This is one of these we need things. An email. Yeah, if when you're you an email Kansas, from someone in Kansas, a, Kansas, how do you prove you're in Kansas? If you're too? a Kansas listener, I assume you have like a 
jim at kansas.org. Email. <laughs> yeah, if you're from Kansas, everything rolls into your life. Like your email, <laughs> facebook.kansas.org.edu. There's, there's famous people from Kansas. Paul Rudd's from Kansas. Is he? Yeah. I did not know that. Oh, well, so if you're Kansas, not, if listen, you're, this is what we do. We can't very well shit on M&P well, yeah, and Perth. Are, yeah, if you're a Kansas listener and you've been listening. I mean, how would you feel if you were M&P down there in that washout of <laughs> nuclear waste? And we're over here just jerking off And we're jerking off to Kansas. Yeah, like, that, oh, God, have you ever seen a flatter piece of geography? <laughs> Actually, I don't even know if that's true. Have you ever been to Kansas? No, but I think the I think there's a... a, a Positive stereotype to canvas. 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 Canvas USA. Um, I think there's a positive stereotype to Kansas. A lot of busty women in Kansas. Corn fed. Mm-hmm. Mm. So there's that. Is that a real thing or is that just something? Something from the internet. So probably just about as true as it is here. I'll say what Matt said after the dick email. Do with that information. <laughs> Do, <laughs> Do they think they're circumcised in Kansas? Uh, surely. I'm sure that is a godly state, I yeah. imagine. Well, that isn't. Is that what that is? Circumcision? It, it's based in religion. Oh, I don't know that. It goes back to the Jews. Yeah. It's okay to say Ooh, it in that hard context. J. Hard J, bro. But yeah, if you're in Kansas or Canvas, <laughs> send us an email and give us a shout out. Because according to Paul, there are many can- Kansases. Kansas. What's. Uh, like mm. We're a Georgian. Kansans. Kansans? I don't know. This is what. They, come back to us. Let us know. How can we fix this? Uh, excuse me. It's Kansanians. <laughs> they can't. No, that can't be right. <laughs> Kansas, Kansan, Kansasians. Kansas Cityans? No, that's a city. Well, they, they could be from Missouri. Missourians? Is that, that's, I think that's well, right. Well, there's a Kansas City, Missouri, and a Kansas City, Kansas. You know what we need to do is talk about some Floridians soon. We've given uh, them a, a break long enough. Yeah, and Brian's deeper into Florida. He's in Tallahassee. Oh, boy. The he's, the capital. He's Oh, yeah, like he even said, like, all those Florida man stories, they're all from, like, right where I'm living now. <laughs> Oh, man. He's on the front lines. Speaking of Brian, let's talk about some politics so we can get him the fuck out of here for a little bit. I have to, I have to see him this afternoon, you know? Yeah. Is there anything political to discuss? I'm, I I did get a good chuckle because even my father-in-law couldn't defend it when we were in the airport. Uh, the day we were in the airport to go to New Hampshire was the day that CNN was covering that China has added a 25% export uh, tariff to everything that the U.S. imports from them. Mm. And I just saw that on the TV. I said, oh, man, I'm so tired of all this winning. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get a response? No, I, you know, my father-in-law, he's, he's one of these, I think, would fall into the category of like a, your sort of classic conservative, like socially liberal, classic conservative. Mm. He likes the conservative principles of a Republican government, but it's like, how do you, def- how do you defend all this? Mm-hmm. How do you... How do you defend all this? Yeah. <laughs> is the issue. <laughs> no, nothing on that end. And I think that we should be reticent that we have a party to go to. Yeah. Today. That's true. So we'll keep this we'll wrap it up here. But memory lane and now I'm just so excited. I think that about Kansas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm really excited about Kansas, man. We because Kansas we have fans. all these we have all these countries that we can't explain. Truthfully, Kansas fans, we want to hear from you if you're out there. Like we want to hear from any fan. Matt and Perch. Perch. Per- man, what is wrong with you? Canvas and Perch. <laughs> it, it's just, I'm having a small stroke. Matt in Perth, Australia emailed like all the way from on the other side of the globe. So if you're in in Kansania, uh, send us a send us a message. But again, from anywhere, send us a message. Oh yeah, but truthfully, yeah. like if 
if you're sitting, in, I want those like you saw the list of countries. Yeah, I want someone from the Jordanian or yeah. no, that's what they're called. See, now I'm fucked up because I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm saying everybody. Anyways, from if Jordan, you're listening and you've never emailed and you've been listening for a while, send us an email. We'd like to we'd like to hear from new fans. You know, we hear from the same batch of ten every week. You know, let's let's grow that list a little bit. <laughs> same batch, and they get really upset. Like I wonder if last week in Kansas, someone was like mildly upset. Like, well, I'm only going to eat three pancakes this morning. God damn it. <laughs> Pass me the corn syrup-based maple syrup. <laughs> corn syrup-based <laughs> Hey, and speaking of which, a little uh, call this the my, my, my foodie. Spend the extra money on good maple syrup. Oh, 100%. I only buy real maple syrup. Well, I know there's... I'm saying real, yeah. But I mean, even with your level of real... Mm. Like let's say your baseline is your minimum is five dollars yeah. for a not very big yeah. maple syrup. Spend ten if there's like a fifteen dollar option or something, mm-hmm. and you want to do it, go for it. Yeah. But spend that money on really good maple syrup and watch how little one little you use because you don't need a lot. Yeah, and two, it's just it, it, it'll health- make ego, yeah. which is all I eat. I love ego waffles. Not all I eat in general, just for like <laughs> so waffle with the condiments. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, oh, definitely. <laughs> and lowbrow with the food. Lowbrow with the food. Because eggos are delicious. Listen, but here's how you make your own from scratch ketchup, and it goes great on a McDonald's Dude, hamburger. listen to me. I know you might not like this. Sean would hate it. You take two eggos, mm-hmm. and you make a fucking breakfast sandwich with a little bit of that. egg and bacon. Yeah. And cheese if you're feeling adventurous, like yeah. Sean maybe. But then just dash mm-hmm. over the top with some really quality maple syrup. You've got... Oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a huge meal. proponent of real maple syrup. There's actually a whole list of, like, health benefits behind it you can find online, things that it's actually good for you. Um, and if you're struggling to, like, find it, here's how you do. You, you just grab the maple syrup of your choice, you flip it over, and if the ingredients list is anything longer than maple syrup, <laughs> it's not real maple syrup. <laughs> if it's, it's so true, just <laughs> maple syrup. Because, like, there's a brand that Kroger sells that's that says, like, authentic, you know, maple, and you flip it over, and there's, like, four things on the ingredient list. And, like, maple syrup is one of them, but then there's three other things that have been added to it. I was like, so this isn't the real one. And if it just says maple syrup, <laughs> then that's the one you want. <laughs> no, but I've known this for a while. I only, I only do that. I make pancakes for Adelaide every morning before school. Mm. I buy the protein-enriched ones so mm. she's not, like, carb-loading in the morning. Right. Real maple syrup. And, in fact, we can end on this. In New Hampshire, the road we stayed on, there's this giant place, I think Guy Fieri went there on a Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives episode called Polly's Pancake House. It's this massive red barn with a two-hour wait to sit down and eat. So we had to call ahead both times we went there. They have like nine types of pancake batter. And the one that the group seemed to all be the fondest over was the corn the corn meal. Mm-hmm. It's like cornbread batter, basically. But they put shredded coconut in it. So it's a cornmeal pancake with shredded coconut. Absolutely fucking delicious. Had those twice. How do we... What are we doing now? What is this We're show? We're talking about pancakes. I know, but what is this show now? <laughs> I, I've done a personalized hey, BJ story. Hey, Kansas are loving We this. don't know if they do or they don't. And until I see a, a, a Kansas email... Should, should we... And it can't be your friend. It can't true. be him. It can't be Paul. It's, it cannot Paul's be, in, Paul's cannot in be North Paul. Carolina anyways. We'll know if it's you, Paul. I'll figure it out somehow or another. But yeah, I mean, we talk about, you know, throwing up a load on the side of the highway, and then you fast forward to real maple syrup. Like, I don't see what the big mystery is here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
Let's end this. <laughs> Just end this now. We have something to go. Yeah, we got a, we've got a two-year-old's birthday party to go to. So, WFUCK! That sounds weird. After everything we talked about, we're going to a two-year-old's birthday party. WFUCK! We've got traffic and weather coming up next. It's good to be back, folks. We'll see you next week. How? <laughs> no, no music today. <laughs> it's Sunday. There's a red moon rising on your car, you hoo. I'll do it. I'll, is it always oh, still going? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just roll it. <laughs> oh, no, I got it. Coming up next is the last man's rendition of Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> be humble. <laughs> Sit We're down. Here. We're here.